Here at Mountain Dew, it's easy to tell who really loves the outdoors. For one thing, there's the rack on your car and the hitch on the back of your truck. There's your garage full of toys, from dirt bikes to wakeboards. And there's your cooler full of Mountain Dew, always at the ready. Because when it's time to get out there, you know, climb into your deer stand or your fishing boat, a cooler of ice-cold Mountain Dew, that's as important a piece of outdoor gear as your spinning rod or your four-wheeler. Mountain Dew. Get out and do. This is WWE Hall of Famer, The Think, Howard Finkel, and you're listening to the Nerd Coalition. Welcome to No Gimmicks Needed. Yes! 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 If you can survive, if I let you. You have to be the man! You gotta beat the man! Woo! The kids do big that sucker! Do I have everybody's attention now? Yeah, I hear you, CM Punk. Welcome back to another edition of the No Gimmicks Needed Wrestling Podcast. I am your host, Mr. A&E, and joining me right now is my co-host, not Deion Sands for Primetime. What's up, y'all? It's me, it's me, it's the P-R-I-M-E. Oh, we Get are... show started. <laughs> so, uh, yes, first of all, uh, I apologize last week for not getting you guys out of podcast, and I didn't put anything up on social media, letting uh, know what happened. Uh, I was extremely tired. Uh, Pryor was busy. We we just I, I didn't get a chance to get to a podcast, and, I, and last week is when the when the news dropped and stuff like that. So I'm sorry to get that to you guys, and then of course I didn't do a raw review. So I, I was trying to do a lot of things, catching up uh, on, on a, there's a lot of backlog stuff that we have going uh, going for you guys. So I apologize for that. So that's why this podcast is coming to you guys a little bit late. So uh, happy Martin Luther King Day for everybody out there. So. Uh, MLK Day. Hope everybody's enjoying a day off and doing something positive uh, that you know you guys can do to contribute back to the community. That's what you know. Uh, I, at least I'm going to try to do. You know, I, I sit there and uh, I got a couple of movie experiences and I watch a couple of new documentaries that came out. They had a new one called MLK slash FBI. I don't know if you've seen that one yet, Prime. It just came out. I have not seen that one, yeah. uh, but I have seen already. WWE package promo for Martin Luther King Day. They got out already. The, they got the one at the beginning of the show. I don't know. If they got the, them going to the to the thing. Oh. They got the one for the beginning that they're gonna play at the beginning. The little four minute clip. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah they they did, got that one ready to go. Did 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 Vince McMahon CGI himself marching with marching with Martin Luther King at the, you know at all the protests? Nah, they gonna they gonna say that one for the show when they go to the to the actual uh, museum. <laughs> You know, it's because you know, I like because because you know because now we got Martin King Month and Black History Month back to back. So of course, it's like African Americans get the first two months of the year. So, who do you think that they're going to actually get to go down to the the National Civil Rights Museum this year if they do? Uh, because because once again, there is a pandemic, and you know, certain uh, states do abide by the law, which we, we will get to in a minute. So, if they are open and they want to send people down there, who are they going to go down there? Ricochet. <laughs> he ain't doing that. Montez Dawkins. Oh, Tez and Dawkins. Yep. Ricochet, Tez and Dawkins, and like somebody random, like a character's hour. 
That's the crew right there. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't need probably throw like, what do you find they did they do like retribution down in the whole group? Just you know what? All y'all, you know what I'm saying? Me or, and, or it could be like AJ and almost just there for no reason. You know what? Look, all you know, put all the seriousness aside. That will be some funny shit. Like having AJ. <laughs> And almost down there, and AJ is sitting there asking him what is going on, like every single picture. <laughs> that, that will be What's so. What's going on with this picture right here, man? That that will be so not right, but so funny. And then you know, you just see like Jackson Riker and Elias come behind him. Yo, I'm dead. That's so fucking wrong. But <laughs> I'm just saying that <laughs> irony. But anyway. Uh, like so, uh, I'm mad. We fantasy booking a trip to the Civil Rights Museum with wrestlers. That's that's what it's come to. But yeah, hope I can say. Hope everybody's out there doing, um, you know, their, their, little, their little day day of service and just helping out the community. You know, what I'm saying everybody want to, you know, face people. He wasn't a perfect man. I mean, neither those people that you look up to. So that's what it is. But uh, we 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 got, we got a decent show for you today. But make sure. Uh, before we do all that, you guys check out SpacesPhilly.com. SpacesPhilly.com to, uh, to help support black podcasters up here in the city of Philadelphia. And we got some great uh, content on here for you guys. There's, there's uh, the Mark and Dark Show, Both Sides, uh, Lulu and Pop, Lulu and Pop Horror Show. And you guys should check out the Nerd Coalition's content on there as well, such as the No Gimmicks Seated Wrestling Podcast, Turntable, Civil Culture and Beyond, Nerd Gas from Talk Podcast, Drunk Dog, Sober Tongue, and... We, I have been working on. That's another thing. The reason why this episode, these podcasts, been behind because I have been working on Ballers Lounge podcast, my sports podcast, which hopefully I should have up by next week. Because the last, the recent, most recent episode we did was the big James Harden trade going to Brooklyn. Uh, on that, just just real quick. Yeah, just, just real quick. How did this man lose 50 pounds in like three days? That's what I want. <laughs> no, 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 no. He was lying. I'll tell you, he had pad on. <laughs> oh, my God. James Harden had pad on, man. He, he was trying to show He was trying to show He was like, yo, man, I ain't trying to play. I ain't trying to ball no. But this man, he did a, he did a 50 cent joint. That man ran on the treadmill for 15 hours a day and drank only water. Shit, that joint. He ran joint. to Houston. He ran to uh, Brooklyn from Houston. Yeah, he did. Right. He did. I just, had to, I just had to put that out there. This 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 man was heavy, and then the next thing you know, he, he, he's cool. But yeah, that, that, that happened. So make sure you stay tuned for uh, balls lounge and stuff like that. And then uh, also make sure you guys check us out on all the podcast apps: Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, all the good stuff. If you like our little snippets that we do, make sure you guys check out us on YouTube Premium as well. And also make sure you guys check out. Uh, my co-host's podcast, the Prime Nostalgia Podcast, every Friday. You guys can see the Prime Nostalgia Podcast and also his newest podcast he's been working on, Prime Conversations. So who was the most recent one this past Friday? If I, I missed the show, if, if you put it up already. Uh, this past week, we did a show just talking about living with a TV family, like what TV family would you want to live with, pretty much. That actually sounds dope. Who'd you pick? Uh, I picked uh, the Winslows. I knew you was going to say Family Matters. I knew you was going to say that. In in my head, before you even said that, I said, watch and pick Family Matters. Watch and pick Family Matters. 
I had a good scenario though. I was like, I was gonna be like under Eddie. So I was like, when Steve comes in with that crazy much, I could just leave and just go wherever I want to. I'm gonna stay for him, but I can still be cool with Eddie and cool with Steve sometime and cool with Carl. I mean, I think that'd be the nice little, you know, my second one because I got to was was the Rock Boys, and they are Keenan and Kale. Oh, of course. So I, I, that means you already seen my trailer reaction for the new Keenan show, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. We're supposed to be talking about that on the show, uh, eventually uh, next month, February. So, be on the lookout for that too. Yeah. yeah. If I if I was to pick a family, it'll be uh from the Parenthood. Okay. Oh. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, so I was like, I need you to pick the Winslow. But, uh, yeah, so check out Prime Sasha Podcast uh, every Friday as well. So you guys can check us out. The Don't Give Wrestling Podcast will, uh, like I said, it's a Sunday podcast. It's supposed to be recorded every Sunday, so you guys can listen to it either Sunday night or Monday morning. Uh, most likely Monday morning when we, we have it up. So, uh, <clears throat> Got a lot of things to get into. Actually, not really. I'm not even, I'm not even get into the line real quick because, uh, but we do have some groundbreaking news that was made during the NFL playoffs because you know WWE had to find a way to uh, inch their way into it, and they had a thing called the WrestleMania Report, which gives us updates on what's going to happen with WrestleMania this year, and next year, and the year after. So. They had this newscast where they had Triple H and Stephanie uh, playing these two anchors. Uh, at the time, they had uh, Triple H was playing had a terrible two pay off. And you know what's funny? It's like now Triple H is looking old. Cause oh, even yeah, well, you know what I, I ain't gonna, I, I, I'm sorry to cut you off. I, what I would have liked is them to have the people from uh, South Park. Anchor from South or Chance or whatever the dude name was. Oh yes, oh yes, uh, 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 South Park Regional Wrestling people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, well, well, you know, one of them is in AEW now, so you can't do that. No, nah, not all of them. I'm talking about just the, the anchors. Like have the two John Cena and Fandango. Oh, uh, although yes, that's right, that's right. Yeah. Uh, what do you know? Fandango says. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, dry rub, duh. <laughs> yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It, it wouldn't be the same because, you know, Rhino's in Impact. Fandango's in NXT now. Jericho and Miro is in uh, AEW. So, we had to deal with uh, Henry E. Panky and Stephanie, which actually I thought was kind of funny, was uh, uh, a need a real man. <laughs> I was like, uh, that, 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 that's mad cute. Um, did they come at like a, a, the news broadcast and everything? They, they, they had Roman Reigns and Paul Heyman in there, uh, with, with the green screen. And then they had, uh, Sasha Banks down there in Texas <laughs> with her bad, uh, Southern accent, uh, uh, named, uh, Holly Mary. And I'm like, Okay, I get it, but I'm like, y'all could have done something better with that. Uh, so, right now, we are talking about what's going to happen at WrestleMania. Oh, and don't forget, they, they, they brought back in Hollywood John Cena. Did y'all see 
Hollywood John Cena. You talk about James Harden drop fifty pounds. John Cena has got the Hollywood way going on. I don't know if you have, 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 have you seen the whole promo thing. No, uh, I've seen. <sighs> I, I didn't see like still photos of it and stuff. <clears throat> I didn't see that, the whole thing. Yeah, well, uh, John Cena is, is is. Remember when the Rock was doing like the gameplay? I was like, damn, the Rock looks so much smaller. Because he got had to, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, he had because he got the Hollywood. He need to be all bulky and everything like that. And I'm like, that's what's happening with Cena right now. Like, yo, he 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 uh getting all the wrestler weight off, and he 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 he's doing the Hollywood thing right now. Well, I think for the Rock, a lot of his parts early on was just like a dad or just like a regular guy, a regular sized mm-hmm. guy, you know. Then he started. Then they started asking can he be Hercules and all this Black Adam stuff. Then he got huge. So, yeah, he, yeah. He, he, he really did get huge. Cena, Cena start, gotta do these roles. Like, he's probably gonna be in blockers too if they have one and all that. Mm-hmm. So, he gonna get small. And then when they, they say, hey, you gotta play, uh, what's the dude's name? He gotta play the, the, in the Suicide Squad. Oh, he gotta play, um, God, what's that, Mr. Something? I know exactly who you're talking whatever about. Whatever he is, I think he have like his own series or whatever. Yeah. So, he gotta get big again. So, yeah, that's that. <clears throat> yeah, it, it happened all the rest of him, Batista, all of them. Well, uh, they have, have the... to go to space, who knows? Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, oh, stop, 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 stop right there, stop right there, stop right there. We ain't going to talk about this Fast and Furious space shit. We not, we not about to do that. Uh, so, <clears throat> uh, here we go. Uh, so we got the news for WrestleMania, so this year we're going back to Raymond James Stadium and because that was WrestleMania supposed to be at last year but now it was in the performance center so that's going to be probably known as the PC WrestleMania so now we're going back to WrestleMania down at Raymond James Stadium because uh, they are looking to have fans in attendance at this year's WrestleMania they already got the Pirates set up uh, and the Super Bowl is going to be at uh, Raymond James Stadium this year also. And the way the shit is looking, it looked like Tom Brady may be going to the damn Super Bowl again. Uh, yeah, they'd be, what, the first team to play it in their stadium? Yeah, because, unless they got to beat Green Bay, though. So I'm hoping Green Bay kind of torched the fuck out of them. But, uh, Look, I just honestly kind of hope he just went so he could just ride off and leave. What's the new one we get seven rings? I mean, you know, when people win, they leave. They don't leave losing. So, I mean. He should have left when he got the sixth one then. Well. <laughs> no, no excuses. No. He wanted to prove something. So, now he can prove something. He don't need Belichick. He just leaves. So. Oh, bro, man, please, man. I hope the Bills or hope the Bills or can't work because Mahomes is out. But, anyway, this ain't sports. But, anyway. Uh. <clears throat> So, yeah, this is going to be at Raymond James Stadium. So then next year's WrestleMania is going to be at the ATM, AT&T Stadium in Arlington, Texas. You know, Jerry's World. And then we're going to uh, have <clears throat> it back. Then we're finally going to go to Hollywood at, at SoFi Stadium in Los Angeles, California for WrestleMania on uh, 2023. So this is a uh, <clears throat> big news talk about WrestleMania here. So 
couple of thoughts real quick. Uh, I understand that they probably have plans. I, I was really looking forward to the California WrestleMania. Cause I like the Hollywood California theme. I would like I would like to see what they what they would have did today. Cause remember back oh, which in, one is forty? That we, might be just they might save that for forty then, right? Well, no, 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 because WrestleMania no, no, no. Uh, thirty nine is Hollywood. Ah, they should have just uh see they should have saved that one for mm-hmm. forty. Yeah. I mean, so. The quest now. The question is because now, of course, I'm already bitter about Philly. But at first, I was sitting there just like, "Why the hell <clears throat> are they going to Florida?" Well, I understand that because because they want to make up for last year. But then, why the hell are we going back to Texas and then going to California? <clears throat> and then I realized something that they want fans in the audience. There is no rules in Florida right now. I'm surprised. Uh, well, I know that why they didn't go, but I would, if I was this, I would have just went to the to the um to the where AEW today space stadium. Oh, just to just to say we can do that, just to say we can sell this thing. Wow, that's fucked up. But you know, what I'm but uh. I, I I don't know if Tony Khan or whatever the case may be to let the view because like I said, him uh, and, you know what he does own it. And <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> He's say, not gonna let them. Yeah, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, him him and his own it. So yeah, I I I, I doubt that's what's gonna be let's say in, in in the thing. But I was like, okay, if they want right now, all wrestling is in Florida because Florida has no rules. Okay, and every sports team that go down to Florida gets sick. Wonder why. So, they're sitting there like, okay, well, we, we're going to re- redo the WrestleMania. I'm not mad at them wanting to do WrestleMania and, and them trying to have a, I, I think with Ray Richard, I think they're trying to only go up to like 15,000 people. I don't like the two-night thing, though. Really? No, I just, no, I don't like it. I, I have to disagree with you on that one because you want to go back to the one-night, eight-hour WrestleMania? I, honestly, yes, yes, I I would. As much I I have you as much on as I record would complain about it. It's yes, just, I because the two nights is just I don't know. It's just not. I don't know. I'm look. I, get, okay, I, get, I, I guess watching it is different from going to it. I'm talking about as yeah. far as going to. I I would not not two days. Okay, now it, when it comes to going, because like, once again, I don't know how the tickets are going to be sold. With it, I don't know if it's gonna be like we could sell twenty thousand tickets on the first day, and then we could sell another twenty thousand. Because I Russell Kingdom did that once, right? They broke it into two nights, and I remember uh, the record was one night sold like twenty thousand tickets, and the next night sold like twelve thousand tickets. Yeah, so they put out a, a certain amount, uh-huh. and then they put a certain amount of American uh, tickets up too. So, <clears throat> I mean, honestly. The two night thing worked for me last year because I I wasn't you know stuck to watch and seriously an eight hour WrestleMania and then have it have it to review it afterwards and I'm so so I'm, especially especially we are trying to go live this year I I, I, I like I, I like the whole break of everything it gives things room to breathe and honestly if I'm doing a two night thing I would like them to do. I was thinking about what if you do WrestleMania Raw, WrestleMania SmackDown, 
because you're going to have two championship matches. You're going to have you got the all these championship stuff, and you can just say, okay, well, this is SmackDown's night, and then Roman Reigns is going to main event that one, and then you're going to have Raw's night, and then Raw main events that one. I mean, it's it's a, it's an idea. I mean, me personally, I, I like the whole mix-up idea. Why not? But the, the, the two-night thing and, and, and them having... Because I know they want to use that pirate theme uh, setup because I know they probably spent a lot of money on that last year and they probably want to still use that. So w- one good thing is we will get to have an elaborate WrestleMania setting instead of it being in, you know, where they're at now at the baseball stadium. I think... um as far as I, I guess for me, as far as going to it, like what if what if your favorite thing is on the second night and you only got one tickets for the first night, <clears throat> then you just stuck, right? Well, I, I'm pretty sure. Well, I don't know when tickets are going to go on sale. I, I you're right because I like I said I don't know when they're going to announce what's night one, what's night two type thing. I really don't. So I I I, I I'm curious. I'm curious with you. So I. I I don't know. Like, uh, maybe now, since they are, that they know it's going to be a two-night event, maybe they can be like, hey, well, the the big matches we already know is going to, they're probably going to announce what's going to be on night one and what's going to be on night two. So. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. So then next year, WWE is probably thinking like, okay, well, hopefully, by April, we can start getting some real numbers in these seats because of the vaccine rollout. So we already know that Biden's inauguration is on Wednesday. And the first 100 days, he plans on getting out over 100,000 vaccines. It was a, oh, no, no, 100 million. Va- I, I, I don't know what the number is. But uh, there's, um because there's been a shortage and, and, you know, not a great rollout on, on the vaccine stuff right now. So, if people could get more to the vaccine, because I, I, I think by April, me, people like me and you should be able to get it. Because, <clears throat> okay. you know, everybody else, like the doctors come first. Cause I, like, I have a doctor who lives right next door to me. She already got her vaccine with her second shot. So, she's done. And I know they're going into the, the, the old folks' homes and the senior citizen homes and stuff like that. And they're having that vaccine rollout. Then you got to get the cops and the firefighters. Then you got to get the <clears throat> those uh, caretakers and stuff like that, which is like me. And then you got to get the, 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 everybody else is at the bottom. So uh, I, I, it's going to be about good halfway through the year before everybody safely gets their vaccine. So I think because um, WrestleMania has been delayed an extra week. So April 10th, April 11th is when WrestleMania is... Uh, Going to be. It's kind of like when the All Star game is going to be like after that because I think that they are going to try to have some fans. Now, once again, you see these football games and they, they like Kansas City last night had some mad fans in that arena. I'm like, what? What the fuck is going on? You know, yeah, they say, got a big stadium. Say what? They got a big stadium. They, I mean, they do, but everybody was so close at the bottom. Well, I don't. Well, I think they just give it to season ticket holders, uh-huh. and then if you're just if all the season ticket holders just so happen to be in that room, I mean... Yeah, well, I'm not being that close. I'm sorry. I'm not being that close. Oh, well, yeah, I'm not either, but you... <laughs> I'm not being that close to anybody. I don't give a fuck if Kansas City win or not. I'm not being that close to, to, to nobody there. 
So, so it, so you don't necessarily know what the rollout's going to be. So I'm thinking that's why they went to Dallas the next year because Florida, where you're at, and Dallas, and, and, I mean Texas. Though, look, let's just be real. Those are red states. They don't care about this pandemic, so they ain't no. There, there really no rules down there right now. Yeah, they definitely don't care. Yeah, okay, because California, they was not going to have that Russell. We had that WrestleMania over in California, okay? Because California got stricter laws, and they're doing bad over there in California right now. And that's why I was like, I can't get mad for them not even attempting to come to Philly because uh, Tom Wolf ain't gonna let them come here to Philly. Como not gonna let them come to New York. It's like, you know, unfortunately, I hate to put it this way, but, you know, a, a lot of the, you know, non, you know, either the swing states or the non or the blue states type of thing like that, when you talk about, you know, political stuff, their restrictions are a lot different than certain other states. So right now, Texas and Florida, if you're trying to plan a big wrestling show, is the place to be at right now. And they want to, and they want to make the money. And the question is now, if they're going back to Texas with that big ass arena in Texas, I don't even know what Vince wants to have in mind for what's going to be over there in Texas. But I, I, the one I'm excited for the most is Hollywood. That's why I think when they can go over to Cali, uh, by WrestleMania 39 and hopefully Lord willing by, by 2023, we should be out the pandemic. We should be out. That's why I said they should have waited for Cali for forty, so that it could be the even number, and it could be like a big celebration for Cali and a new stadium. What? What? I said when, when, now when it comes to forty, people were saying, "Why don't they dish?" You know, I heard some people say, "Why don't they dish the stadium for one year and come back to New York?" Because they're not gonna do that. Yeah, because they're not gonna. I was say, and uh, now they they may cheat and be like MetLife Stadium, which is in Jersey, but I'm saying, but you know. Uh, Midlife Stadium and come back to New York for the fortieth. But I'm gonna say I I wouldn't know where WrestleMania forty would be. <laughs> but I'm just saying. But you know, I'm selfish enough to be like, come here. Or people people will say, or you know, I was listening to, to um my man Salomon. So he he made a good point. Why not Vegas? Vegas hasn't had a WrestleMania since 1993. Well, what what uh, stadiums did they do? Stadium, stadiums? I, I mean, uh, well, I, 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 they're they're building one over in Vegas right now. Oh, actually, no, the, the Raiders. Yeah, I forgot. The Raiders yeah. So yeah, so they're they're building. And you know, when they build stadiums and they got new stuff, Vince wants to be the first one to sell the thing out. So yeah, that uh, that that that, that right there is gonna be something. But yeah, so that was the, the the huge announcement for the WrestleManias, and I'm just like, okay, so let let's see what y'all got. I mean, I I, I mean, it, it's kind of sucks that they're using the same. Well, they're not necessarily using the same logo. They kind of switched it nah, up. Nah, it's the same. It's the same logo. It, it it's 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 the same, but it's slightly different. As in last they, year, they added they, the eye patch. They add the skull. The skull wasn't even there last year. Yeah, the skull in the eye patch. Mm, yeah, the skull in the eye patch and the sword going and the sword going through it because I'm like, but but the flag banner, the color, all that is still the same. And I'm like, I, now I don't know about you, but I'm like, 
I ain't trying to see the same WrestleMania logo over and over again. I mean, I'll say be honest yeah, I mean, with you. I'm not either. But, yeah, but that's that's unfortunately what uh what we got to go for here. So uh that's what we got. So uh so, something I wanted to talk about that I did not get a chance to talk about last week uh because we didn't hear was um Drew McIntyre and him having COVID. And I'm like that's some uh, that's some big ass news, and yeah, um, and this is the, it's the first time that WWE has actually like come out and said that somebody has COVID. They, I guess this time they had to. They probably had to because sometimes I don't be realizing people have be having COVID until after they had it for months, and like AJ Styles comes out on his Twitter say, "Yeah, I had it back in September." And I'm I'm sitting there thinking like, well, were you working in September? You know what I'm saying? So, uh, it, it, it's it's uh, you know, unfortunately, I mean, it's going to lead to my to my raw recap. But what were your thoughts of Drew having COVID? I mean, I just thought they should have isolated. I thought they should have isolated everybody around him to like, cause like he he just had like his name of Keith Lee on the legends, and then he got it. I mean, I'm just saying. I, I mean, I agree, because uh, I'm sitting there thinking to myself, like, okay, people, we obviously see that this is a real disease. People, we're almost up to 400,000 people dying. That's too many people. And we and we have to take this thing a little bit more seriously. And once again, I understand, like, you know, it's, it, the Royal Rumble's coming, WrestleMania's coming, they don't want to fuck with the money type of thing, but what about the safety of your people? Because not everybody is going to be asymptomatic. Not everybody is going to be okay when they get sick. And I'm and like, because uh, it was Nick Jackson just came out and said that he had COVID and he was really sick. And then he said, yeah, we, yeah. And then I don't think they had took off though. Say what? I think that's when he had took off. When yeah, and, had an and then he said when he came back, he had to have um, Matt Jackson take up most of the heat in matches because he couldn't catch, he couldn't get his win back. And I'm like, that's what I'm talking about. Because somebody who had COVID is like, just because you have a negative test, like the COVID's on your body no more, it t- your body got to re- recuperate because it takes a hard. It's like this. If the Tasmanian devil came into your house, wrecked shit, and left, it's like, okay, the Tasmanian devil's gone, but you got to still clean up all the mess he made. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think a lot of people realize that about COVID. It ain't just that you get sick, then it's like, oh, you're feeling better, you get over it. But I'm like, no, if you're an athlete, you can't just get over it and then next thing you know, just just come back and just go back into the, into the uh, thick of things. That, that's why Seth Curry ain't back on the Sixers just yet. You know, it 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 it, it, it takes it takes time to heal from that. So I was wondering, like, what does this do for his championship match? Because I think what Vince thinks is, once two weeks is up, he can go right back in there and then just go ahead and defend and go. Goldberg's in the uh, he's in the age range, ain't he? Yes. Goldberg like sixty five. Yeah, Goldberg's in, <laughs> Goldberg's in age like to, to the point where like you know, if he's not cleared, like you can really, you know, hurt Goldberg. Like I said, and then 
you still got Ric Flair there. You got all these older legends there that you keep, you know, keep bringing back. And I'm like, why the hell do you keep putting them in this dangerous environment? Yeah, they was just like on the last like show. They were just on the last show. They was all interacting and hugging and stuff. All these old people. Exactly. They didn't even, like they didn't even like warn them or nothing. Like I'm talking about after the fact. Like hey, you might want to quarantine or nothing. They just whatever. Come to the show. I'm about to say, because usually if you get sick, it's in your body for like two to 14 days. Uh-huh. <clears throat> and so and then it's like, then it starts take, 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 uh, taking effect type thing. And I'm just like, bruh. You know, that, once again, he could have got sick after the whole Legends Night thing, but I would still be on my, you know, be, be precaution. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I would still be aware. At least Keith Lee and the referee, I would have told them to quarantine. At least them, cause yeah, I, I, yeah, make sure you get tested, quarantine, and you know all, all these levels out here, cause it's, it's going to affect people differently. It's going to affect people differently, and I don't understand. You know, I keep asking myself, like, what do I gain? Cause you you know how WWE is, you know how Vince is, and I I be getting these questions over and over again about why the hell do you still watch this shit. I ask myself that sometimes. I mean, I, and like I said, me being a huge wrestling fan, me doing this and documenting this every single week of doing these podcasts and doing these shows. And sometimes, like I said, when it comes to the Raw and shows, I just don't feel like re- reviewing them, which for people who are expecting my reviews, I do need to owe them like, hey, a tweet or notification like, hey, there's not going to be a raw review this week, some some type of things like that. I need to get better at that. I, I do agree with I do agree on that note. But it's just like some things be fucking exhausting. It do and it's like you, you kinda know how people are behind the scenes and you know and, and, and what's going on. And like I said, there, there, there was rumors starting to, going around that, you know, they said that the McMahon's or Linda McMahon, I don't know how true it is or not, funded for for the uh Capital attack. The what? Did you hear that? No, I did not hear that. Say it again. Like I heard, I heard what you said. Like where that come from? I, I, because I, 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 I watched uh first watched it on uh Russell Lamia talked about it, so I was like, okay, he probably got an article from somewhere, and then I went to go read the article, and I was just like, yo, how true is this? Because I'm like, if that is 100% true, that that happened, how the fuck can we used to watch this shit? I don't even know. How, it just, I don't know. It's like, it's like, how can you excuse shit like that? Because a, a lot of times what, what, what people want to do is they want to turn the blind eye to what, what, what's really going on and they really want to turn I'm just like um, Vince is going to pick who he wants to punish and who he doesn't want to punish you know what I'm saying or things are going to happen it's like this hey look I, I, I hate to I, I hate to steal the shit real quick but look peep this they kicked Hulk Hogan out the Hall of Fame right and they took all his um, stuff off the WWE Network, act like Hogan didn't exist for what about 
two years, right? Yeah. Because he said the N-word on a private conversation. Let's just be real. That's what it was, right? Yep. But yet, Donald Trump is still in the Hall of Fame. He shouldn't even got that in the first place. So yeah. so, well, I mean, yeah, because even before he was president, they booed him throughout the whole Hall of Fame speech. If you remember that, he was just smiling with a thumbs up. Yeah, but but I'm, but I'm saying, but out of all this thing, all the stuff this man has done, all of the stuff that he has done, they don't remove him from history at all. And I'm just like, wait a minute. Now you can say what you want about Hulk Hogan, but I'm just like, did. He did worse than what Hogan did. Right or wrong? Yeah, he did. And I'm like, wait, hold, 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 hold on. And like I said, I can't, I'm not trying to say like I'm defending Hulk Hogan. I'm not. Uh, I'm I just, mean, that's, if we want to be honest, there's a lot of people that shouldn't be in there. You got Jimmy Stuck kill somebody in there. Oh, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. I'm just like, but, but the fucked up thing is, so where's your goalposts? And, and and the other day, uh, I, I I was reading and it was like, hey, Mustafa Ali got heat backstage, and I'm like, for what? The first thing I thought of when they said Mustafa Ali got heat backstage, I was like, they probably made that comment that he made on Twitter about the Capitol riot. I don't know if you've seen that or not. Uh, I I seen one. Of them. I don't know how many he posted. I think I seen the same one you talking. Yeah, he was just like, if those were black and brown people, it, it would it would have been a sea of red. So I was just like, oh, are they going to get on him for that shit? No, they didn't get on that for that shit. And honestly, after reading what they got, that he has heat for, with quotations, I'd rather him get, they, them get on that for the capital shit. They was getting mad at him for, for, for what he said about Hulk Hogan on Raw Talk. Are you kidding me? What did he say? He said, because <clears throat> you know, nobody watches Raw Talk, Opposed to talking smack, um, he he said that when it was Raw Legends Night, that you know Retribution was kept off because they wanted to give three hours uh, and spotlight to these old men that could barely walk. He not wrong. He ain't wrong. <clears throat> he said they are you know, taking the spotlight away from us, and you know, so you want to focus on people that could barely you know barely walk, and so then. Charlie Caruso, I don't, if, I don't know, was it Caleb Braxton or Charlie Caruso? I don't know, who, whoever's on Raw Talk. Was this like... Uh, Raw is Caruso. Okay, so on Raw Talk, she got the... And I understand that this line was fed to her, but she said it. And she was just like, but when Hogan came up, you heard the reaction. So, Mustafa Ali... Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> she said... I'm dead serious. I'm dead serious. Yo. She said, her is the reaction. Yes. So Mustafa Ali looks at her sideways like, are you serious? Like, ser-. so then he makes a comment saying, yeah, they really piped that up, didn't they? <laughs> so all of a sudden, now this room's talking about something. He got heat because <clears throat> he mentioned them piping in Crowd noise. He's like, they do pipe in crowd noise, but they don't want nobody talking about it. What the fuck are you talking about? This is the problem. This is the biggest problem that WWE has. And I'm like, 
this is the reason why y'all can't build no stars. This is the reason why, you know, the yeah. shit is... is this, the, huh. the people on the screen, I said, because the people on the screen are actually making noise. Yeah, right. Exactly. Like, like come on, because it's Hulk Hogan, and then and then Hulk Hogan goes out and says, you know, I wonder why the younger locker room is so cold to me. This is the... Sh- this is the... What the fuck do y'all think is the problem? Okay? And this all, st- this all stems with Vince. Honestly, if Vince ain't care, the other guy who ever told Ali, Mustafa Ali there, don't care neither. If Vince don't make a big deal about them putting it, like, addressing, the, you know, the crowd, I guess because of the little kids, I guess. But even my son knows. And my son's not a little kid anymore. Okay, I can't watch Raw Talk. That's what I'm saying. Who watches Raw Talk? They don't even know what he said. And I'm like, it ain't like they edit out on, on, on the YouTube clip. I'm just like, what did he say that's wrong? He's speaking he's speaking oh, the truth. Oh, you guys are using you guys are using fake crowd noise because we can't have no crowds. How dare you say that? Like what? Yeah, how dare you can't say Hoko can't walk after his ten back surgeries? Like, come on. That's what, that's the hill y'all want to die on. That's the one. That's the thing that y'all, y'all, y'all truly, truly want to get mad over. That shit. Even though Ali is a heel. How? Wait a minute, player. There ain't no heels in real life. Oh. And I was like, you know what? That that is so asinine. I was like, you know what? I have rather it been about the Capitol riot. I'd rather him, you know, if they will get mad and him be like, look, we don't take no sides over here in wrestling, which is bullshit in the first place. So I'm like, all right. Did, but, but, but yet y'all put these guys in terrible as um, a gimmick and it's like y'all want them to make something work out of nothing. Y'all really gave Ali a plate of shit and say, turn it into... You know, chicken salad. And it's like, okay, well, I'm trying to be a heel. I'm trying to get us over certain kind of ways, but y'all don't want to do that. But then y'all tear me down as soon as I mentioned about y'all fucking heroes and shit like that. I'm like, are you serious? And I, not even a good heroes either. Exactly. Well, some of, some of them, you know. So, so, yeah, so all, all that stuff happened, and I, and, and I, and it, it, I get embarrassed sometimes because I'm like, why do I even put the energy in still watching this kind of stuff? Because, like, once again, you know, we ain't got that many excuses. We black guys. We we don't have that many. I mean, I love wrestling. And I love all kinds of wrestling, good or bad wrestling. And I like, you know, reporting it to and then I know people listening right now but like I I, I could have been told they should stop watching this shit and I I agree with you because right now there is you're running out of space to forgive this shit you know it really is and I'm like I'm gonna do more research and and to find out because you know once the FBI gets a, a handle of all this stuff and they find out you know, how much of an inside job this thing was. It's like, yo, if the McMahons is involved in this shit, I'm like, yo, I can't support this no more. <laughs> I mean, r- 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 real shit, can you? Uh, I don't think you can. Especially that many people that got it with their company. 
no, 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 I'm, I'm talking about if they was the one that funded the riot. Oh, I thought. Oh, I don't know. I, I, that, that, yeah. Nah, you can't. You can't support them. <laughs> about, about, about to say. I'm not talking about the. I mean, we, we still, we still watch them now with the COVID show. I'm talking about if they was the ones that you know help fund that riot and stuff like that. Like, which I don't. I, you know, it's like you can't support that. You you you, you 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 really you really can't fucking support that shit because you already know Linda McMahon has already has a position, you know, under the Trump administration. So it's just like okay, well, you know, people was asking was like, well, is she gonna run in twenty twenty four? I'm just like, I kind of hope not. <laughs> uh, it's like you know, will Vince try to run for president? I kind of hope not. <laughs> I kind of hope not. You know, but. Uh, did you see Raw this past week? No, I did not. Good for you, because uh, Raw. I, I don't understand now. SmackDown has been getting good, but Raw has been terrible, as usual, as fucking usual. Uh, so this week on Raw, honestly, the highlight was since Drew has COVID, he couldn't go up against Randy Orton for the what sixteenth time. And I was just like, okay, blessing in disguise. So, so, but, but of course, what in the world are you guys going to do now? Oh, I know what y'all going to do. Y'all going to put Triple H in that spot. <laughs> Real quick before you say that, I was going to say, instead of saying McIntyre and Randy for the 16th time, I'm going to get Randy and Triple H for the 600th time. Yeah, like, seriously. That's like, Really? Why? Too much guy always took his nose in that shit. I was like, look, he, he don't got to be the savior. I'm like, okay, so we're really going to do this angle with Triple H and Randy Orton. And then so we, we, we're going to have a match there tonight. Keith Lee took on Sheamus, which was an entertaining, entertaining matchup. Kofi has a jaw problem. I don't know what it is. And broken jaw. He, oh, damn, he really, did, he did really get a broken jaw? I think so, unless it's mm-hmm. Kofi. Or whatever the case may be, Xavier Woods is by himself now. So Xavier Woods, Which I would like as a run at least. I mean, I mean, Biggie doing his run on SmackDown because actually I'm enjoying the Biggie Apollo Crew stuff right now. I'll get to that. Uh, you know, well, I did. I, I was going to do a SmackDown review anyway. So, uh, but Xavier Woods and T Bar had a match, and then. T Bar ends up beating Xavier Woods. Oh, T Bar! We gotta talk about T Bar real quick. Oh. Mister, Mister, Mister Bar here. Apparently, doesn't watch AEW, which you know it's a foreign company. Yeah. Sim Sammy Guevara has been doing this finisher since before he was in AEW. The, the reverse GTS. Yeah. Which is which is his finisher. Uh huh. So he tweets. Hey man, why is this virgin using my finisher? So, <laughs> wow, okay. So, so the semi semi just says, ah, whatever, man. Just gonna watch my YouTube. And then Dax Hardwood. Oh, what Dax said? Tweet of the year says, Your finisher? Your finisher? Question mark? <laughs> Your finisher? <laughs> 
get out of business. You're an idiot. <laughs> oh, my All right. Oh, my God. Yeah, that that, that sounds dumb. That's funny though. I, I I like it. He just he just <laughs> he just thinking like, yeah, I own this finisher. Which I mean, I don't. You can't even call it your finisher because you don't even do it. You don't even win matches. So like, how can we say this is your finisher? Exactly. All right, all right, Doctor Covid. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, they they had Riddle still feuding with the Hurt Business. He went against MVP. Then that match was stopped, and they went. He went against Bobby Lashley, and then he um got the, the roll up win on Bobby Lashley. So obviously, this may be a match at the Royal Rumble. Even though I want Lashley in the Rumble, mm. yeah, they might still be in it. Sometimes they have matches and then be in the Rumble. Yeah, I, you know, it, it, it would be a great scenario because I'm like, hey, you know, if y'all keep building Lashley back up, y'all could put Lashley. Scoot that United States Championship over and put it lastly in the championship picture, but I still think Sheamus is going to be the WrestleMania guy. Uh, Sheamus, bro, I thought that, bro, I agree. They got no, they have nobody for McIntyre to, to really go up against, and I think the Royal Rumble winner is probably going to be a SmackDown guy. I, 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 I say what. You should just, uh, the SmackDown guy should challenge for the raw belt. Ugh. So you want to you want to bring more people over? To... Well, that's how they used to get them over. Anyway, Oscar won. She transitioned over. Change switch brands. She and it did. can be a fresh fight because he don't because Jamaica has no other face, so it can be a fresh face for him to fight. I don't want to see him fight Sheamus. I don't want to see him fight none of them people. So. Might as well just I mean, switch it over. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't want to see him fight Sheamus. But then on top of that, like if he was to fight Keith Lee again, I would rather it be Keith Lee with the title off of him. But I'm like, why not go? You know, if you want to put Lashley in there and then have Lashley win the win the belt. I mean, there, there's different scenarios you can do because the the question is like, what y'all going to do for Roman Reigns? You know, saying uh, that, that that that's what I'm curious about. So, and the way Kevin Owens was getting so much, well, I'll get to that later. But, um, yeah, so, uh, Riddle wins that matchup. Uh, <clears throat> Hardy and Elias are still going at it. I thought Hardy won a few, three times over already. I don't even know why they're still here. To be honest with you. Yeah, Char- uh, oh, no, sorry, Hardy went against Jackson Riker first. And then Jackson Riker won the match, and then... Uh, he said, "Well, c- come in here, Elias. He wants Elias. Then Elias goes up there. He loses. I'm like, okay. So I I care nothing about the Jackson Riker Elias thing in the first place. So fuck it. Uh, Charlotte and Lacey Evans go at it, and then since Charlotte sent her father packing last week, he trips up Charlotte, and screws her over." And then uh, Charlotte tries to do the classic. Uh, that's, you, you, you use the right word. Yeah, I, I, I'm getting to that. Uh, Charlotte does the classic NWA spot where she goes for the suplex to, to uh, Lacey in back in the ring. She falls down on her because Rick holds her foot down, and Lacey Evans wins. And there's I mean, that. He's not even strong. 
right. Yeah, I'm about to say I know. I, I could really just you could really just kick out. Uh, so it uh, are they really have a storyline where Lacey and Ric Flair is fucking? I I guess so. Woo! I'm like, we are really opening back on Space Mountain. You're really not about to have this young woman who's married with a with a daughter kiss this old yeah, wasn't man. Wasn't that her storyline last year? My daughter, remember that? Oh, it, it, exactly, Mom Bear. She was Mama Bear. Remember that? And I was just all like, so so all of a sudden now. Y- y'all want her to be a heel and kiss this old... I, I, now, I'm not saying that this is a storyline, but I'm just like, depending on what happens overall tonight, but I'm just like, ew, I did not want to see her kiss Ric Flair. Uh-uh. Yeah, because she, she be wiping her lips and stuff. Like, nah, that's not... No, nah, first of all, I mean, you know, I, I, we've had some weird couples, and like I said, I was feeling the whole Mandy and Otis thing. I really was, but... I was just like, but they just abruptly ended that. I was like, they were done with that. But uh, I was like, mm, mm, <clears throat> I don't know. Now, I don't understand if it was doing the rich guy story angle. But we know Flay don't got no money because he, he won't be here every week. Yeah. Uh, AJ Styles takes on Drew Gulak in a decent matchup that meant nothing. Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke took on Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler. Honestly, don't even know what happened at the end of that match. I, I think they they rolled up Shayna and won. I believe that's that's how it happened. I'm um, guess. I mean, I I I appreciate the Mandy. I'm not, even, and, I'm not even sure. I appreciate the Mandy and Dana Brooke thing, but uh, us, uh, you know, actually, no, Shayna Baszler. Taps out uh, Mandy Rose with the Caribou to Clutch. So, that, that's how that happened. What, 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 I, I was like, why are they so a tag team? I mean, they lost, they lost the belts. They don't need to be a tag team no more. But I guess they want to still push that, you know. Uh, that's going to be the last two in the Rumble? Shane and Nia? I hope not. I hope not. I hope it's Bianca Belair. And you know I hope it's Bianca Belair. But the big the big story was the Randy Orton taking on Triple H fight that they had, and they did the Triple H had his street clothes on with his with, with, with his tape on, and they they fought all over the well not all over the ring around the ring and everything. Triple H goes out and gets his sledgehammer, but then the Fiend lights come on and his sledgehammer. Oh, you know what? You know what? I didn't see this part because I seen Triple H was actually bumping. I was like, hey, he's bumping for Orton. You know what I'm saying? He, 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 he always bump for Orton. And then, the most random thing in 2021, Triple H with a burning hammer. <laughs> yes, the the the, the caught on fire, which actually was a, like a cool visual, and it, the the lights went off, and then all of a sudden it came back. And you see like the the purple light for Alexa's playground, and she's just standing over there in the corner. Uh, I would have liked it if she had those like those demon eyes, like she do. When Bray Wyatt uh, covers her face and everything, and she or just walks up to her and she does the classic. I ain't seen this done right since uh, what was it? Can Triple H in 98, 1999? Or uh, this don't even have to be real, it could be CGI. So, 
It don't matter. It look better than Warrior and Hogan. Tell me I'm lying. Nah, because he... Nah, he... No, yeah, it does. Yeah, it look a lot better than Warrior and Hogan. So, yeah, uh, she shoots a fireball in Orton's eye, and that's how Raw ends. I was like, okay, only good part of Raw. Yeah, only uh, only good part of all. So, I I thought that was a uh, dope. Uh, still wrong is a thumbs down. So that that was just a recap. I wanted to recap because like I said I didn't review it this, this past week. So I do apologize about that. Uh, did you see SmackDown this week? Uh, did SmackDown was a good show this week. I'm trying to think what what was the match I was like, I I don't think I, I don't think I seen was like the Adam Pierce thing that was it. Oh, you, you didn't see the good match between Cesaro and Daniel Bryan? No, I didn't see that because it looks looks like they're, they're trying to push Cesaro as a singles guy again. And and uh, Nakamura and Nakamura. Well, yeah, it was, well SmackDown started out with uh, Jay Uso coming down to the ring talking about some yo shit. You about to get this work? I hate that he called him Shin. I really That's hate what Michael Cole called him. So. Say what? Michael Cole and my, and Michael Cole are best friends, apparently, when you call him that. Yeah, whatever. <coughs> oh, uh, you know, I did see that they had a new camera angle. For the way Shishka Nakamura comes out? No, for when Jay Uso was coming out. Roman Reigns was coming out. It's like a... I don't know. I can't explain what It's like a HD where like it blurred out the background. It was just like them in the forefront. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, Okay. Um, we have uh, so he called Shinsuke Nakamura. We have Shinsuke Nakamura taking on Jay Uso in the first matchup on SmackDown. Good matchup, back and forth action. Uh, you usually hear uh, J- Jay Uso was getting on Shinsuke Nakamura for a minute, but then uh, uh, Nakamura gets the win. Well, after Jay was trying to cheat. He put his foot on the ropes. Nakamura comes out as he's arguing with the referee, hits a, sh- a Kinshasa to Jay Uso, and then uh, he wins the matchup. Also, uh, they should have saved this, but he came back out to he came back out to the, his theme song, the old theme song. You know what? I missed that because they you, have you recognized they pipe up this the, the, the stuff so loud that I I can't barely hear the music anymore. Yeah, okay. I, I heard it. Well, I didn't hear it. Like, I think somebody posted on, on one of them and said, Welcome back, old friend. It was like the, the thumbnail of like his old theme song. Okay. Like, okay, so I went, back to, I went back to go watch it. And it was like, yeah, it was like, first of all, it started in the middle. And he came out to it for like 10 seconds. It was like, da, 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 da. he was in the ring. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's how that went. Well, they should have saved it for Mania if he going to have a matchup meaning they should have saved it for that I agree but I, uh, no, I agree with you the question is will it will, will it be a, a big time match if it was even in the Intercontinental match if he was giving the big push or whatever or in the main championship match I think they should save it if they going to have fans in the arena they should have saved it for the big pop I or, agree I agree say if he say if he was going to have a title match against Roman at at Royal Rumble and they're going to try to have fans they should have saved it for the end too or well, save well, it for when he comes out in the Rumble and have that big pop I don't, you know, I well, well I'm, I'm telling you right now um, it, well, he, he's not going to be at the, the Rumble match is already um, 
taken. So I don't know if you see, since you didn't see all SmackDown, I'll I, I get to that because you already know the whole Adam Pierce thing, right? No, I'm talking about in the Royal Rumble match. Oh, the match. Oh, the match. I thought you meant like going against Roman Reigns in the Royal Rumble. No, no, no. I'm talking about in, no. in the match. He oh. comes out. Okay. Three, two, one, and. Uh, uh, Paul Heyman goes to Adam Pierce to tell him that he has to sign the Universal Contract. Uh, the uh the contract for this match for Universal Championship tonight against Roman Reigns. Sonya Deville is there, disappearing in the background. I think they botched her return. They really botched it. She'd been gone for about, I want to say, six months, especially with the thing that just happened. Because it felt like the thing that just that, that, that happened with her was back in August. And it felt like it was just yesterday. But then, yeah, she's been she's been gone for about six months, and this is how you bring her back. And I'm like, yeah, just walking in the hallway. Is she supposed to be like Adam Pierce, like secretary or something? I'm about to say, yeah, like why not actually have an actual like? First of all, me personally, you you could have brought her back in the Royal Rumble. Yeah, but, but they can't they can't save surprises, you know. So. I'm, about, I'm about to say, like, wouldn't it have been dope? Like, she's been gone for six months. And you know what this woman, this woman been through because you know there's no secrets no more. And then all of a sudden she just comes out uh, in the Royal Rumble like it's her and Mandy Rose with the stare down like oh snap. So in the Vils, like there's so many different moments y'all could have did at the Royal Rumble, but just her, her just calmly walking backstage and everybody looking like oh my god, Sonya Deville, Sonya Deville, Sonya Deville. So I mean, because. It, I think they did the same thing. I think all, all her like returns and debuts have just been like bad. Like her debut was like absolution. <laughs> and then they just walked out. Yeah. I I mean I, I definitely agree with you. Uh we have this team of Natalia and Tamina. Why? I don't get it. Because I know why they don't have no damn tag teams on uh, the WWE period when it comes to women. So we, uh, what, what what happened was we have Liv Morgan taking on Natalya, and now we got Billy Kay who's trying to be part of the Riot Squad. She got her punk out gear and everything, and she wants to be part of you know she wants to be part of the crew, and it's bothering the hell out of me. I, I I don't know how you feel about it, but it's bothering the hell out of me. Is it because they broke up the Iconics, or is it just because she... It's because they broke, they broke up the Iconics, and why is she trying to get into a team that's already established? So, Liv Morgan's trying to go for her, her uh, little running knee or close out, whatever the case may be, and then uh, what happens is uh, she Billy Kay gets scared to Mina. She runs in the ring, gets in Liv Morgan's way to, to run to the other side, distracts her, and then the tie wins with the Ever the everlasting WWE roll up, so that I'm like, so that's the, that's the story I'm gonna get into now. I'm like, it, it it sucks. Tez and Dawkins is backstage talking about some, you know, saying they down right now, but they are gonna reclaim the, the SmackDown Tag Team Championships, which I think this this is what I think the WrestleMania match is going to be. Right with me here. It's going to be. Okay. This, I think the whole Roman Empire, or the, the, the table is going to be a four-man stable. It's going to be Roman. It's going to be Apollo Crews. 
it's going to be the Usos. I mean, I can see that, but I'm not going to lie. I wish they all looked the same. Like, no, I mean, so you, you don't want the black guy in there with hair. the Samoans? I just wish they had long hair. So. <laughs> but nah, yeah, Apollo Crews. Cool. Uh, you just wish Apollo Crews had long hair too? Yeah, I mean, kind of natural, you know, kind of look, you know, match, bruh. The Usos is urban youth from urban youth street, so I'm just like, so hey, it it fits though. But I I really think that WrestleMania Street Profits taking on the Usos for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships, like Rude is to just got the belts just to you know do do the little carryover stuff. I'm not. I think it might be a triple threat or a fatal four way. They always do that, but I did. I, I think. They would do that with the Raw ones opposed to the SmackDown ones. Because... What teams do they have on Raw? Because, say what? What teams do they have on Raw? I mean, it'll probably be New Day. It'll probably it'll probably be her business. It'll probably be... Uh, um, what was it? Retribution and shit like that. Like, all the teams that don't mean, that don't mean nothing, just put them all into one thing. But SmackDown... Since SmackDown's ratings have gone up each week, and Vince's guy is on SmackDown, they've been paying more attention to SmackDown than they have Raw, especially with Daniel Bryan being on that on that creative team. Like right now, you could just give Dawkins. I mean, you could just give uh, the Dirty Dogs, which is a dumb name, but you just you just give them the belts right now. Let them breathe with it. Then you had the Street Profits uh, win it back at the Rumble, or even at. Uh, after the rumble, most likely the rumble, and then they they hold on to him, and then when Jay because Jay Uso was supposed to come back this month, I mean Jimmy Uso was supposed to come back this month, so you 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 can have that he, he joins over Roman Reigns. They just showed Roman Reigns talking to Apollo Cruz backstage and telling him you need to stay and listen to this, especially with the whole thing with him and and Heyman. And look, Roman got the the the, the universal championship. The Usos got the tag team championships, and Apollo. Is taking an Intercontinental Championship. I'm telling y'all right now. What, what if they do something dumb and give it to Adam Pierce and make him be in a stable? <sighs> and you fucked the whole thing up just there. You just. Yeah, I was if we are talking about WWE here. Okay, but look, j- just just my idea right now. How 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 do you like the whole idea of the Usos versus the Street Profits? And I like it. Yeah, I I I, I think that would be. A cool way to go. Rey Mysterio is out now because he wants to get uh, revenge on King Corbin. Dominic is on. Is... What's the question? <laughs> yeah, what's the question? Do we see Mysterio and Dominic at WrestleMania? Yes. Okay. I believe that we also see Mysterio and Dominic in the Royal Rumble. Dang, they gonna waste the spot on Dominic? Dang. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do believe I, I do believe that we're gonna get a tag team matchup between Dominic and uh, like, like Mysterio and Dominic. I don't think they're gonna do like a, a tag turn. team match. A tag I think it's gonna be a tag team match. Like Mysterio. I'm about a no, no, oh no. We're not no, do you think they're gonna get Mysterio and Dominic each their own singles match at WrestleMania? No. No, I'm talking about together. Oh, you mean Dominic versus uh, Mysterio? Yeah, yes, yes. No. You don't think so? No, because Dominic need more acting classes first. D- 
Dominic and Eddie need to convince me. If they do Mysterio versus first of all, if they do Mysterio versus Dominic, Dominic need to win. Okay, number one. Yeah. Okay. And, and, and yeah. Mysterio just leaving. And uh, why don't I want Mysterio leaving? I like Mysterio. Dominic need to leave and go to NXT. How, how long? How long can he do it? You see, bro, he he do he but he's doing he's doing great now. They ain't giving him too many. He got his eye taken now. He got his other eye taken. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm going to throw him in his door. Lost his wife almost. I'm like, dang, this one's going through enough. I'm just saying, look, Mysterio is still kicking it. He's still doing it. He's still doing it at a high level. Even like, like when he was hanging in there with the Young Bucks. He is doing it at a high level. I'm just saying that the whole thing with, like, Dominic, like first of all, when when, when his move set everything's like you shouldn't be able to beat your dad. I don't think he should. I don't even know he, if he knows how to be a heel right now. What the hell going on with Murphy? I, I don't know what's going on with the whole Mysterio family storyline. It's dumb, but uh, it, 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 neither here or there. Uh, the matchup has Do- Dominic on commentary, and then uh, Cake Mysterio hits a six one nine on Corbin, and uh. He's about to go for the splash, but then Corbin turns into a deep six. Uh, then, on the outside, Corbin uh, hits Dominic, and he rolls back in the ring. Mysterio has the advantage on Corbin, but Dominic wants to get his revenge. So he he was he slides in the ring, distracts his dad, and his dad gets uh, end of days, and that's the match. So I still hate Corbin, I really do. So. N- None of that stuff matters. Uh, going on, my girl Bailey got a new show called Ding Dong. Hello, <laughs> it's a, it's, a, it's a, really like a door in the ring, and her special guest is Bianca Belair. And so, uh, I I enjoy that. Uh, you know the whole thing. So she shows footage of her being Bianca Belair last month on SmackDown, and you know Bianca Belair is like, I don't know why you all up in my grill because you, you you getting a little uh upset over a nickname you know that she came up with whatever the case may be so next week bailey is going to put bianca belair and test her in an obstacle course doesn't that sound familiar i mean it's probably gonna be I mean, probably gonna be funny though i mean it's probably gonna be better than the whole Sami Zayn and um see i i knew he was going to the first time i was trying to like i'm trying to ignore it i got my head <laughs> It's going to probably be better than the Sami Zayn, uh, Bobby Lashley one. Um, I tried to ignore that one with the sisters watching. Huh? With the sisters watching? Yeah. With, oh, yeah. That, 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 that's terrible. But, uh, so, I, I obviously, you know, so I, I'm curious to see how this going to go. I, I want to see Bianca Bella do some athletic shit. So, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, cool. it's going to be dope. I thought the whole segment was cool. And everything, even you know, Bianca Bianca was out there looking like a straight joint. You see the baggy pants and everything. I see. I I like the the segment was cool. I wish because they can do this. They don't have no fans. Why not just have the person like while it cuts in on Bailey, had the person be behind the door, like had the person come out whatever be behind the door. So when she opened it, they're actually behind the door. You know what? That would be dope, though. I think that would be kind of cool. I think that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, they can do that. They, they, I mean, there ain't no fans in this. When they have a close-up on Baylor, they can walk out, sneak in the ring or whatever, and get behind the door. She said, my guess is they open the door and they come, you know, 
That would that would that would be dope. I'm not even gonna lie to you. That would be that would be that would be so much better than this is your life. So you know yeah, what I'm saying? Isn't that what Bailey? I didn't watch the full thing. But didn't Bailey come through the door first? I think so. Yeah, so I mean, just keep, keep it, keep it up. Bailey came through the door first, and then the guests can like come through the door too. Like they don't gotta come. I guess. Uh huh. But hey, I'm just thinking about something I want to see. That's stupid. <laughs> you know. So. Yeah. So uh, it look. Uh, uh, I I I I the, the whole so far, the Bianca Belair Bailey storylines is going pretty good. I think this will be a good carryover to help her. Get to um, I want her to win the world, but I want her to go against Sasha. If she don't win the so, world, just just in case because they they said they bring it back fast lane. So does does Bianca win the Rumble and then maybe at fast lane do like a I'm putting my title shot on the line against you and then beat Bailey and then go against Sasha. That could be a thing. They also bring back Elimination Chamber also. Yeah, but I think Elimination Chamber be for the Raw Women. Okay, yeah. Well, oh, you know. Uh, I did. I did. I think that would be dope. But she could be Bailey, and then she can go go up against mm-hmm. Sasha. And I think that I think that would be a good thing to do. You know, I like that idea. See, now you're thinking, prior. Speaking of Sasha Banks, Carmella was cutting a promo backstage, looking good, and uh, she's back there with her. Uh, you know, the guy who set, who sets, sets the table for Reginald, and Sasha was coming to get in Carmella's face, but then Reginald, uh, I'm gonna call him Reggie got in uh, Sasha Banks' face. She said, don't worry. I'll give you another shot, Carmella, which is probably at the Royal Rumble. But I'm going to I want to face Reggie first. And he looks scared. So uh, I don't know if the Carmella match is going to happen at Royal Rumble or if it, or Sasha versus Reggie is going to happen at Royal Rumble. But that would be, be kind of an interesting match, an intergender match. Yeah, but are they going to actually treat it like an actual intergender match? I mean, I don't think Reggie because he's a small guy. Because I, I, like, I think Sasha can truly pick him up. <laughs> really, I, I know, mean, but I'm saying like, are they gonna do the? Oh, he can because if it's a real man, I want to see him clotheslining her and kicking her and like powerbomb, like actual moves, you know, not just the. Nah. I, I'm gonna try to roll up in you. I mean, so. right now WWE is not going to do brutal violence to women. Because and why I do it in the first place? Because they're already in hot shit right now, anyway. So I'm just like, you're not gonna yeah. do, you're not gonna do brutal violence to women. And to be honest with you, I don't like always seeing like that that kind of brutal violence to women. And what, and what I mean by that is, I don't like seeing like some of the matches that they happened in, in Lucha Underground. I was like, it made it so not believable. Like like Brian Cage versus like Sexy Star. Stop it. Yeah, I hate, I hate it because like three times bigger than her. And I'm just like, it's like, like, like stop it. I'm mean, I'm not saying no disrespect to, to no woman, but I'm like, you you're not selling certain kicks, even if it there's a certain things, it's just not going to be believable, you know, it, it things like that. So I'm like, sometimes even when it was like, um, was it uh in, in Lucha Underground was it Evilise? Yeah, yeah, yeah uh, taking on uh certain guys. I'm just like. It's 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 not no, I'm not feeling it. You know what I'm saying? And certain intergender matches like, you know, I'm cool with certain things like the the, the battle of the sexes, Trish and Lita versus Jericho and Christian was not bad. I didn't mind that one. I didn't mind that one. I mean, it depends on it depends on how you book it. 
You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, like, he, just because just cause he's a man, don't necessarily mean he got a hard clothesline in him. It's, like, it's kind of like the way he did James not, Ellsworth. Not a hard clothesline, but I'm saying, like, a, dude, I'm talking about dude's regular moves. Like, you know, not like a, I'm, a, I'm just going to try to hold you down. Well, like, I'm actually trying to win. Well, did, did they already show that he can bump for her? And he, he knows how to be, like, very quick like Leo Rush do. But I do kind of hope it's kind of like how... Remember um, Leo Rush versus uh, Caden Carter? They had a match, like, in the Indies, right? Yeah, yeah, I did see that. Yeah. yeah. That was a good match between them two. And they, they were, like, the same body size damn near. And I'm like, that was actually a good match between those two. Yeah, and then they, but they treated it regularly. Like, he... he Actually, regular, regular, regular moves. Exactly. So I'm, I'm kind. Of, I am kind of hoping that you know they, they, they let him do regular moves, but they just want to probably show his athleticism, whatever the case may be. Cesaro takes on Daniel Bryan. Cesaro, uh, great matchup by these two because you know Cesaro has his in him anyway. Shinsuke Cesaro need to be uh, highlighted better as top guys on SmackDown. Uh, Cesaro does a. Falling reverse suplex of Daniel Bryan. Great move. Tosses him up for a European uppercut. Then goes into the neutralizer and beats Daniel Bryan. And I heard Daniel Bryan backstage. He beat him clean. He beat him clean. Daniel Bryan has been been lobbying a lot to put guys over. Yeah, he was doing that. Um, was that last? 2019, he was like, all right, I'm going to get Buddy Murphy over. I'm going to get Kofi over. I'm going to get Eric Rowan over. I'm going to get all these people over. Yeah. Is that, I'm like, because... Daniel Bryan's been there. He knows that he's capable of. And I'm just like, well, now so him getting all these people over, it, it got me thinking, like, I don't know if he's going to be the WrestleMania opponent for Roman Reigns. Uh, Apollo Crews wants a shot at the Intercontinental Champion because after, did you see now, this was this is actually a good show, Talking Smack, where Paul Heyman was, uh, you know, uh, get, get, telling Apollo Crews what he needs to do and, like, rallying him up. So I seen like people was talking about it. I didn't see. Oh, that it was dope. Going. It was really dope. I'm like Apollo Hill turn is coming, bro. It's coming, and I think that that's exactly what he needs. Apollo went uh, against Sami Zayn. Uh, Biggie was on the couch sitting there watching, and uh, he had, he really had the couch on the outside, and he was a. Uh, uh, imagine Sami Zayn was kind of quick. He tried to go for the spinning power bomb, but then Sami got out. He rolled him up, but the referee see him rolling him up. Then Apollo rolled him up and grabbed the tights. And won the match and tell Biggie he's coming for that Intercontinental Championship. Um, on, on Talking Smack, they did talk about it. Kind of had like f- uh, f- friendly exchanges and a little bit like that. Paul Heyman was kind of getting mad at them, but they, they, they should be more, you know, angry at each other type thing. So I think what may happen is <coughs> we may get um, a whole storyline like. Follow me here. If if you got all these people involved, I think Paul Heyman helps Apollo Crews get the Intercontinental Championship from Big E. Then you build Big E up, and he already has a bone to pick with Paul Heyman and Apollo Crews, who's already talking to Roman Reigns. He can be the one to go up against Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. Say what? I don't think they're going to do that. They probably won't. But I'm just saying, because right now, if Daniel Bryan's... Yeah, look, they already, they already building up Shinsuke and Cesaro. And Biggie has this Intercontinental Championship that he just won. I think they're going to make him have like a 
I'd have left it with you, Raymond. I think he's going to to, like, be longer than, you know, than go to, like, WrestleMania pay per after WrestleMania. You know, that, that, that's true, too. Or, like I said, if the Usos come back and they go against the Street Profits, and then, um, <clears throat> and they have, uh, and, and the Usos win, and then Apollo Crews wins, and then Roman Reigns wins, and they, at the heels stand tall at the end of WrestleMania with all the gold, that would be kind of dope. Yeah, I can see. I can see um, Biggie. I can see Biggie having like a record breaking in the kind of championship run. Oh, really? I'm talking about for his stand. I can see him having it for like a year or so. I mean, that'd be cool. They do, they do something as long as you do something with him. But I do eventually want to see him win the, that Universal one, though. Well, we'll see. You know, only certain yeah. people get those right. It's the main room. So. Yeah. So contract contract signing is now. With Adam Pierce and Roman Reigns, and then uh, Jey Uso told you taking too long to sign this contract, man. Come on, you got to sit at the head of the table. So uh, Adam Pierce makes he he stumbles back to the back and says, you know, that uh, he has his little you know mess up type thing, and you know he feels though that he may not be able to make it to the Royal Rumble, but it is in the contract that if he cannot make it, he can find a suitable replacement. And uh, that replacement is here, and he brings out Kevin Owens. So Kevin Owens, absolutely not. Say what? Absolutely not. What you mean? Oh, so you're not tired of seeing these extreme rules, these extreme matches the past four weeks? Say what? Isn't it? Wouldn't this be their third extreme rules encounter? You said you said was Roman and Kevin do the extreme rules. We we, we talking about. Remember who called it extreme rules? No, there are no rules. No, it's and then a la- the TLC, the steel cage, and now this. A last man, a last man standing. A last man standing. Hey, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I think I need a break. You keep calling for the. I'm like it's okay. See the thing is, if you're in a rivalry. It's kind of like it's Stone Cold and The Rock. How it's not t- a rivalry because he never won. How can how's it a rivalry? Kevin Owens never win. But he, but Roman never pinned him. Okay, but he wins the match. Ro- Roman, he that's, he never pinned him. That's that's the but story. He won the match. The story is he, so he won the match wait, by okay. who? He, he won. The- wait, okay, but look, he's not going to pin him in this match either. I'm just saying, but he was still. Every match that he has had, he has never really truly beaten Kevin Owens. It's always Jey Uso. If you think about <clears throat> Jey Uso screwed him on the Extreme Rules match. Jey Uso screwed him in the TLC match. Jey Uso screwed him in the Steel Cage match. So that the, 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 the so he had to fight Jey Uso. And then what happened? Roman came out, stuck his nose in the business, and threw him off the stage. That's a rivalry. Roman is the bitch here, according to in, in, in the eyes. He's the head of the table, but once again, Roman has not pinned Kevin Owens and beat him, or beat him in a regular match by himself. Okay. So, so a no rules that's my standing match, which obviously the Usos are going to get involved. 
like I said, I don't know what the plan is for for Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. Because like I said, right now, Drew McIntyre looks like the, the Sheamus thing or Keith Lee thing is what's going to be for Raw. But when it comes to SmackDown, I don't know what the plan is for Roman Reigns. So right now, Kevin Owens is hot right now. And people are, are, are liking... Really? People are liking the whole thing with Kevin Owens. Like you said, he actually looks like a, a damn strong baby face. Almost like I'm not doing no comparisons or anything like that, but he looks like he's a, a stronger baby face. Now, so if he could beat him up, because obviously in the weeks coming up on SmackDown, he's probably going to say, look, uh, I want, you know, my career on the like Jay Uso is banned from ringside. So that if Jay Uso is banned or he can't get involved in the match, because that's the common denominator and when Roman beats him at Royal Rumble, that means the rivalry is now dead because he finally beat him by himself. No Jay Uso. Say what? You can, you can get out of that. You can get out of that loophole. What, what's the loophole? It's the last man standing. I mean, the end is anywhere. If you only been hit from ringside, you go backstage, or whatever. I mean, I'm look. So the, if 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 I'm giving you a scenario to make the match interesting, but then you put in a scenario that will piss you off purposely, then you're playing devil's advocate. I'm just, I don't know. I guess I'm just tired of seeing those. I'm just tired of seeing this matchup, I guess. I'm, okay. Okay, fine. So if you're tired of seeing this matchup, who do they go, who does he go up against in Royal Rumble? In your opinion? No, I'm saying they should make it Kevin Owens because, you know, get it over with. And they haven't built nobody else. But I'm saying after this, like, they'd they be like, all right, we're going to fight on SmackDown one last time. I'm be like, all right. Just, just, uh. Okay, so how how much is too much for you before you get exhausted with a storyline? I'm not, I'm not saying too much is too much. I'm saying, like, he never gets his get back. He, he does. He, y'all, fight, y'all fight four times and Roman wins even though he cheats. He never gets no get back or anything. It just I don't like it. I, don't, I, I just he if he if, if if he gets one win and that's his quote unquote get back. I just I don't know. Well, if he wins, he takes the, he takes the title. So maybe they can have him win the title, and Roman gets it back at WrestleMania. Because Roman right now has no clear cut opponent at all. So the question is, what the hell do you do? Build up stars for one. I mean, well, I mean they're probably trying to do, trying to do that with Nakamura and trying to do that with Cesaro. Because right now, Daniel Bryan's putting everybody over. So the question is, you don't want to have somebody who keeps losing to go up against a match against Roman Reigns. Yeah, so they put Kevin Owens in because he keeps losing. <laughs> nah, uh, I don't know. I don't know who they We'll see. So. I mean, that's just right, right now. But so SmackDown, that was SmackDown. SmackDown gets a thumbs up from me. I thought it was a, I thought it was a really entertaining show. Uh, <clears throat> so make sure if y'all have it, make sure you guys go go and check out uh, SmackDown. So like I said, hopefully this week I will go back to putting the reviews up on YouTube, and I'm still gonna probably put the SmackDown one up on YouTube as well. But I do plan on putting reviews back up on YouTube, and hopefully. Me and Prime can go live for our first Royal Rumble review. Royal Rumble is January 31st, so make sure you guys stay tuned for uh, all that stuff. But we are going to move on. 
Alright, so we also had a pay-per-view that was this past weekend on Saturday. Impact Wrestling Hard to Kill. And this was the show that was promoted as we're going to have the AEW champion Kenny Omega and uh, Gallows and Anderson, which is the Bullet Club, taking on the, t- the Impact World Champion Rich Swan and the Mostly Machine Guns. Unfortunately, Alex Shelley... Alex, yeah, Alex Shelley, to, due to un, uh, he said un, 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 some circumstances, unforeseeable or whatever circumstances. Yeah, unforeseen circumstances. Yeah, he couldn't make it. He said it wasn't COVID, it wasn't injury. He just couldn't make it. And I was just like, oh, okay. Hope everything's all right. So they replaced him with Moose, and Moose is a heel. So. I know it kind of felt kind of weird, but Moose had a great excuse for it. I like his excuse for it, saying that he was on the football field. He played with a lot of guys he didn't play with, but we had one goal, and I'll be damned if anybody's going to come in here and try to um, take over Impact Wrestling, but I still don't like you guys. So, now, they claim Moose as the world heavyweight champion, but Rick Sean's the Impact champion, so what's going on there? Hey, hold on real quick. Hold on real quick. Yeah. <laughs> So can you explain to me, like what, what's 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 going on with the um, TNA Impact t- Champion World Heavyweight Champion and the Impact? Like, there's two world champions. Looks like. Uh no, not really. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm about to say, so why is Moose? I think Moose is the TNA World Heavyweight Champion, and then Rich Swann's the Impact Heavyweight Champion. So Moose is not a champion at all. Okay. Like, so, okay, so they had this thing where they had TNA night for one night only. And they said, all right, we're going we gonna to have the TNA championship on the line. You can win this, and you'll be the final TNA champion or whatever, and we're going to just retire this belt. So this belt don't count. So basically, it's like the FTW belt. Oh, or, or kind of like the old ECW belt when Ezekiel Jackson was the last one to win it, I think? No, I'm saying this is like the FTW belt. Oh, okay. Like, <clears throat> They unretired it just to have that one night only thing. Gotcha. And then now it don't mean nothing. Like you can't put it on the line or nothing, but he's still saying I'm the champ of TNA because TNA doesn't exist. It's impact. Wow. So, <clears throat> well yeah. so on this night we have uh Josh Matthews is no longer on commentary. He got promoted. Good. Yeah. <laughs> and but so who do we have on uh, commentary? Matt Stryker and D'Lo Brown. Mm-hmm. It, <laughs> D'Lo Brown wasn't, wasn't that bad. No, at least it wasn't. At least it wasn't Matt Stryker and Josh Matthews. Then I would have quit. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know, because Matt, Matt, Matt Stryker, he 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 he's hit or miss. I watch Lucha Underground, and I'm like, he. There, there's time Matt Stryker. I'm just like, bruh. No. Especially if y'all go back and watch the 2011 Royal Rumble. Oh, no. It's unbearable, almost. Oh, please don't. Don't, don't, don't remind me of that. But Dilo was kind of fine. So, we kicked things off with, um, uh, AK, okay. I forgot, I forgot her name in Impact now, but you, you, you know what I'm talking about. It's, um, Emma. From your know, used to work, the Dashwood. Yeah, yeah. Talia Dashwood and uh, Caleb with a K. 
<laughs> taking on the returning decay. Rosemary and Crazy Steve is back in an intergender tag team matchup. One thing I have to say about the, these these Impact shows here is that, bruh, I'm sorry. You know how the empty arena it, it, it's like everywhere because WWE has it, it uh, AEW has it, Ring of Honor has it all because it's the pandemic. But even still, Impact Wrestling, it just feels empty all the time. Yeah, pretty much. I'm like, I I don't know if they don't have the budget to put the the like some screens in there or something. Well, I don't. Yeah. I don't think. I think they just not. Um, they're not in Florida, so they don't have like they're not allowed to have fans or whatever. Where's Impact there? I think they need Nashville. Nashville got rules now. I don't know. I don't know where they are. So I think they're in Nashville. I don't know quite sure. Okay. Well, Crazy Steve and um, Rosemary Decay uh, end up uh, winning the match here. So I was like, okay, cool. I mean, it's cool to see Decay, but if I ain't got a bis, then, you know, there's no point. Uh, We get an old school rule six-man tag team matchup. Lord knows. Every time you see something like that, we got Violent... By design, Eric Young, Diener, and Joe Doring taking on Cousin Jake, Rhino, and Tommy Dreamer. I am so sick of seeing Tommy Dreamer in these kind of matches. Those are the only matches he know how to do. Yeah, yeah. That and Rhino, I'm just like, oh my god, these and once again with with this empty arena stuff, it just it it it, it just made the match just suck. Like yeah, they. They they tried doing all the hardcore spots. The whole Dreamer puts the you know uh, you know puts the guy on the railing with the chair, the pulling pile driver, the thumbtacks with Eric Young, and you know Eric Young was going to be the you know the guy to, to, to uh, take that spot type thing. And I'm just like, okay, but it was really nothing that too interesting because Rhino's too old for this, Tommy Dreamer's too old for this. You know, say it. It it just it, it just looks stupid. So I mean, well, you know what I uh, Which I know you probably don't watch Impact, but they 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 try to make it this big storyline of Cody Dean and getting the character change, getting the haircut. Okay. Which <laughs> is like, first of all, I'm surprised they even brought him back because he was there like ten years ago. I don't know if you remember. I I remember the name. Oh, he's a country dude with ODB. Yeah. Oh my God! With that mustache, yes, I know yeah, Cody Deaner. Yeah. Okay. I think he won like a contest or something, like date only for a month or something. I think. Uh huh. It was Cody Deaner. You basically like Cameron Grimes. Wow, wow. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. Thank you. Well, uh, violent by design win the matchup. So, uh, I was like I said, it 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 was. One of the most boring hardcore matches I've seen. <laughs> Just to be honest with you, it, it, it was not really a decent matchup. Uh, Fire and Flavor. Uh, this is this is this the finals for the women's tag team uh, championships, the Impact Knockouts Tag Team Championships. And you know what's funny? Impact TNA had women's tag team championships, and then they stopped, and then they brought them back because they was the first company to really do that. So yeah, they had them, but then they they ran out of tag team women tag teams. And Eric Young, you know, Eric Young and ODP had the titles for like four hundred days. 
Like four hundred and sixty something days. Yeah, yeah. That the women's tag team belts. Yeah, they, they had to get rid of that shit. Uh, Fire and Flavor, Karen Hogan and Tasha Steele. I like that team. Taking I knew on, it was gonna win. I mean, they they're the only actual tag team on on Impact. Yeah, I, I was like, yo, I'm I'm definitely feeling that team versus Havoc and uh, Nevaeh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they, I actually sat there and took their and actually watched this matchup. And these women actually know how to work. And I was like, I was like, I didn't know how Fire Flavor was going to work. But I mean, they uh, kick heavy. I ain't gonna lie to you on that one. I think uh, Flavor and Fire is basically Sasha Banks on the main roster, pretty much. It's like a tag team version of Sasha Banks now. And she come out and dance and do all the other stuff. Oh, so you, you, they're like Sasha and Bianca, or just all, all Sasha's? No, like all Sasha. Like character wise, they come out, talk trash. They come out, dance, come out, show up, then wrestle, and then show up again after the match. Because I beat you. I got you. Well, big tower doom spot that these got that these women have here. Uh, Like I said, I'm not necessarily sure. Well, I know know the difference between Karen Hogan and um, Tasha Steele. Karen Hogan does the, 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 the fisherman buster. They win the matchup. Gail Kim and uh, who's the other one that came out? And Madison Rain. And Madison Rain presented them the the Knockouts Tag Team Champions. So that was dope. Gail Kim looking great. And hey, look, uh, I don't know about you, but um, shout out to the sisters. You know what I'm saying? Black Women Rock win uh, a, a tag team. I thought that was dope. Oh yeah, I knew it was going to win because they're the only pure team. That was in the whole thing. But, but, but even still, we don't see black women tag team, especially in women. Well, yeah, no, yeah. I think they're the, the purest team probably on the show, period, other than both Motors and the Machine Guns and the North. Oh, okay. And, and Gallows and Anderson. Yeah, oh, the Gallows and Anderson, okay. I think those those are the four purest teams on the whole show, so yeah. Uh-huh. There's a, there was a singles match, Ace Austin's trying to call out somebody. Who comes out? Matt oh. Cordon, Cordona, aka Zack Ryder. I'm just like, you, you know what it looks like Zack Ryder's trying to do? It looks like Zack Ryder's trying to do the Cody Rose, but worse. I don't think that's it. No, so, uh, it, 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 it I don't. think he's just taking open dates. I don't think he's signing nobody. I think he's just taking well, open dates. He's not me- with AEW either. Remember when Cody Rose performed in. All the wrestling companies in one year. Yeah, that was a, that is on the level of Tracy McGrady scoring thirteen points in the fourth quarter. Like I mean, in thirteen seconds. Okay, well, uh, let's, 13, let's, let's 13 just seconds. say, let's just say for Cody it meant something. Because yeah, well, that's the case, Tommy Dreamer did that like years ago. Okay, yeah, okay, last year. Yeah, well, yeah, okay, fair enough. But, I'm, but well, he went to WWE though. Whatever year his last show was in, oh, whatever. I, I could have sworn he was there. He did something. So he's appeared on the show since. Yeah. No, I mean, okay, well, Cody, because remember, the year he wrestled at WrestleMania 32, then uh-huh. he, he did uh, Ring of Honor, then he did, yeah, he did um, all these other shows, like the UK shows. And yeah, he did, he did TNA, and, and he, he did, uh, uh, now I'm not sure if he did Ultima Lucha or not, or if he did Lucha Underground. No, he did. Okay, I just probably the only one he didn't do. I was like, he was. I was like, uh, that was the year of Cody. 
But yeah, Matt, because he wanted to prove that he's not that Cody Rhodes. While Matt Cardona, I think he kind of waited too late. Not to say he's too old on it, but his move set is just not exciting. He bowed. Yeah. Yeah, at all. Now, Cody, Cody kept adding to his move set. He, we would we like to see Cody. You know, but, you know, Matt Cardona, are you going to get a height rider and you going to get a big, a broski boot? Yeah. Woo, woo, woo. That's about it. <laughs> woo, 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 woo. Well, Matt Cardona wins here. Next up, we have a triple threat match for the X Division. qualification, by the way. Yeah. Next up, we have a triple threat match for the X Division Championship. We got Chris Bay, who is the champion at the time. Well, no, 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 he wasn't. You're right. I'm sorry. Manic, aka TJ Perkins. Manic. Wait, I'm I'm so sick of this Manic stuff. Cause look, <laughs> on the on the regular show, it's him and Suicide teaming everyone. Wait, isn't he suicide? Yes, that's why I make no sense. No workers. Manic is suicide teaming every week, even though we are co- we Hulk Hogan came out and said Manic is this is TJP brother. He's, he's suicide, <laughs> and uh, TJP turned into Manic. So like we we know this, but you know, back Curry man. Yeah, uh, uh, Manic takes on Chris Bay, and uh, what is it? Rhea Riju. I don't know how to pronounce his name. Riju. He's the former champion. He's the one that beat. Uh, Manic is the one that beat him. Okay. Yeah, he, he's definitely of Islamic faith, I, I see. Um, so, they had a pretty good triple threat matchup here. I mean, uh, they did end up ripping off Manic's mask, and he has makeup underneath, which he probably should. Uh, and if we don't know who he is. Anyway, so, so, so doesn't know who he is? Are you serious? I'm saying, I, I'm saying, as if we don't know who he is, because he got all these tattoos. His face looked the same. Oh, okay. He honestly, we're just, basically manic attire is his interest attire. So I'm like, are we not supposed to know who this guy is? And he was just on the show like three weeks ago. Gotcha. Tombstone to Chris Bay. First of all, I I, I love the way Chris Bay sold the tombstone. And he started doing the divine shake. Uh-huh. I don't know if you saw that. Or not. Uh. Reja, Re- I can't forget if I pronounce his name right. Does does his need to Chris Bay, but then uh, Manny comes and hits his. Uh, I forgot what move he does anyway, but uh, ends up you know rolling up the guy and winning. So uh, he retains his X division championship. It was a, it was a, it was a, it was a, a cool triple threat match, but that we all know that's not why we're here. Uh, your girl. Diana Perrazzo is taking on Tyler Valkyrie for the Impact Knockouts Championship. Tyler, Tyler Valkyrie. For one, I got to say, this attire was like magnificent. Tyler Valk- Valkyrie got all the appeal in there, so I, I like uh, Tyler Valkyrie. I mean, yeah, no, she's good. She was the longest reigning champ. I believe she's still. I mean, now, 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 now who's the type you talking about? You're not talking about, talking about uh, Diana Perrazzo who came out there with the old ladies. What? Uh, who's the tire you talking about that, that, that look dope? I like Diana's, but I like she has something similar to the bar like that one, but this one really Now, I, I'm sorry, I gotta keep bringing this up, bro. Every time I keep seeing Diana Perrazzo, she keep getting heavier. Now, she's been the same since she's seen her last. I'm like, it's all it's in them hips. <laughs> I'm just yeah, nah, they, 
I'm I'm just saying, I'm just like, I, I, I don't know if it's a glam problem or if it's just like, you know, because I'm just like, I've watched her from CWC all the way up to now. I'm just like, yeah, it's in the, it's like, it's not like she's gaining universal weight. She just like in the hip, like the hips just keep getting bigger and bigger. I'm like, did she have a baby or something? You know what I'm saying? Well, who knows? But don't take away from no, the fact I that she. I do think like, well, I don't want to say that. I'd be wrong, but I just say her release from WWE probably took her a little bit oh, hard to get over Fair. I'm about to say because as right now, um, does not stop the fact that the girl can wrestle. Yeah, uh, she won wrestler of the year and woman of the year in, in, in Impact. Yeah, so uh, she was cool. Uh, she ends up winning with her submission. She put Ty Valkyrie in there. That that Zack Zaber Junior style submission with pulling both arms back. Ty Valkyrie mm-hmm. does tap out. She retains. No, uh, the war arm bar is what she called. Oh, but she did like a, a double arm. Oh yeah, the, the Fujiwara arm bar. Then we get this shit next. We get the Karate Man taking on Ethan Page. So here's the problem: they're the same fucking guy. Yeah. So I don't know what this rivalry is supposed to be. I don't know if this is supposed to be Ethan Page trying to reinvent himself. Yeah, he's uh, he's he's, he's leaving. He's leaving. Yeah. Where's he going? I don't know. His contract expired. <laughs> I don't know. You know they be killing people off now when they contract expired. Yeah, but damn, so they're supposed to do better than this shit. So here's the thing. Did he like rip his heart out? Huh? Did he like rip his heart? He out? ripped his heart out and he killed him. He won. Yeah, the so karate he, so man yeah, so won by yeah. murder. But here's the thing. TNA Impact was the originator of the cinematic stuff. Can we agree on that? Yeah, yeah. They were the, yep. first of all, today were the originator. Well, I mean, they, had, they had JB too, so he helped a lot. Oh, yeah, you're right. We're not, he's with WWE now, but I'm saying, but uh, this green screen was terrible. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. This green screen was terrible. I was like, y- y'all could do better than this. And then I was like, was it the what was it the, the 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 dumbness of the karate man? Absolutely, but still, like I think I was over when he started giving him the bicycle kick. <laughs> and then he just pulled out his heart, and it was like the, the uh, fake blood. And then he he goes, he's like walking back through the temple, and it's all green screen, obviously on like a treadmill type thing. I was just like, this is if when twenty twenty one comes to an end, and we're all still here. I'm gonna tell you right now, this is going on my worst list of cinematic matches. <laughs> I hope. You know, I, I still say the best death was um. Oh, Allie! Allie had the best death. In impact. Yeah, she got she got stabbed in the neck. <laughs> Damn! You ain't see that one. I did not see that one. You know, the only death I really see was uh, John Bravo. But the thing is, uh, most of the deaths I see was in Lucha Underground. I like a lot of Desolution Underground. Nah, she, uh, I think she had to, like, fight the, the, the realm of the underground or whatever. So Young had, like, an underground, like, realm of people who she had to get past with James Mitchell. Mm, okay. And she was like, they was like, you get past this, and you're, like, the unstoppable whatever, you're the, you're the goat or whatever. 
and Allie was like, you don't got to do this for me. You don't got to prove to me that you're the best. I know you're the best. She wanted to do it anyway. So y'all came up with a little, with like a, the, the Freddy Claus. And mm-hmm. like, went to go, she went to go get Kiara Hogan and Allie pushed out the way. <coughs> right in the neck. Mm. Yeah, I got definitely. I think two young girls were married. One of them two killed him. I, 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 I gotta see it. Next up is a match that Impact Wrestling has made famous. That is the Barbed Wire Massacre. Eddie Edwards taking on Sammy Callahan. I'm tired of seeing him fight too. Uh, now, here's the th- I'm not going to lie. The way they did this Barbed Wire Massacre was because, you know, the one in ECW... Just well, you know, ECW is one that originated started the Bar Wire Massacre, so I apologize for saying Impact started, but yeah, ECW was. They had the ropes all in barbed wire. That was crazy. So it was hard to do anything. Then when you came uh-huh. to Impact, they had those little boards with the barbed wire wrapped around it. This one I think was the most unique way they did it because they had on one side of the ring a barbed wire cage with the barbed wire at the top and the barbed wire going around the cage. Then on the other side of the ring you had weapons, barbed wire weapons hanging from the ring. Then you had, on the other part of the ring, the ropes laced in barbed wire. And then on the final part of the ring, it was just the regular ring ropes, but they still had the barbed wire boards over there. I thought that was some creative shit. Yeah, no, I think it was good the way they did it. Um, I just, look, after, after he, like, accidentally hit him in the head with a baseball bat and they said he did it on purpose. They made an angle of it and like they fight like three times a year every year since then. Yeah. They had like a few every year since then. So Eddie Edwards is the one that he almost killed. Yes, when he hit him yeah. when he hit him in the head with a baseball bat for real. Yeah. And then they still fighting. Okay. Well Eddie Edwards dives to the outside and crashes to a bar wire board and then Sammy Callahan puts a board puts him in a sandwich of bar wire and then he does the, the uh, Cactus Jack elbow off the apron on there. And uh, so these guys are... The bar wire matches be hard to watch. But uh, they um, find a way to do it. He starts, you know, doing the, the raking on, on, on the steel gate. I, I just love how there's four areas of bar wire for, for different kind of things. And it, it, makes, the, it makes that match very, very uh, interesting. But but both guys are trying to you know just ran the bar wire to the head, but then Eddie Edwards uh hits the um of a, he shoulder back tosses uh Sammy Callahan on on the bar wire plank, and then I don't know the name of his finishing move. Do you do you know what Eddie Edwards finishing move? I don't know the names of none of them finishing moves. Yeah. <laughs> he sounded none of them motherfuckers at all. I just know I just know it's a power driver and it's a uh, mm. something else. I forgot what it was. Yeah, well, he hits that on Callahan on the bar wire, and wins the matchup. So it was end up being uh, I don't I don't I thought it was a, a good way to do a bar wire massacre. So I thought it was cool. Yeah, I mean it was it was nice for the most part. Yeah. Uh, I just like I said, I want him to stop fighting because I'm tired of it. And then uh, D'Lo Brown, Max Striker, does everybody know that you guys can pre-order the the Impact Wrestling Hard to Kill DVD? I'm like. Bro, I haven't bought an Impact Wrestling DVD since Bound for Glory 2011. By the way, since we're on this little break, Madison Rain did say she was retired from the ring. So, you know. She's retired? Yeah, she said she's retiring from the 
Oh, okay. So, you know. Main event. Her, they, uh, real quick, though. Mm. They show her stats. She's a five-time champ and a two-time tag champ. I did not know what she did on that. I neither did I, because I was not a fan of Man Serena like that. I saw. I, well, I told you, when it came to the beautiful people, Angelina Love was my girl. Yeah, yeah. Velvet and Angelina. Yeah. Not the pinches loose. Nah, what's the other one name that they got for like a movie? The beautiful people. Yeah. Lacey Wynera. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 That was short and sweet. Uh, main event time. Kenny Omega and the Good Brothers, aka the uh, Bullet Club with Don Callis takes on uh, Rich Swan, Chris Saban, and Moose. Are you ready to go? Okay. So, uh, obviously, I know you wouldn't want the most machine guns in this matchup, but I think it actually, I think this evened it up a lot because you had somebody to go up against Gallows. He's a big guy. And Moose is a very, Moose is a very af- athletic guy. So, uh, I, I, me personally, like I said, at first I was like, damn, why did I see more machine, more machine guns in this? Absolutely. But then after, after sitting there thinking about it, I'm sitting there like, oh, wait a minute. I actually kind of like, you know, Moose being in here. I think, I think, I think he fits with the narrative of what they were trying to do. So obviously, you know, we had a lot of back and forth action in the beginning, and then, of course, midway through the matches when we started getting breakdown action to the point where this, this six-man tag team match turns into a just a just basically like a inaugural brawl type thing. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, but uh, seeing, uh, seeing Rich Swann and Kenny Omega, like, you know, uh, chop it up, I thought it was good, and even seeing Moose coming in there with the power moves and very athletic at the same time also, like doing standing drop kicks to Carl Anderson on the top rope, uh, brushing through Kenny Omega's uh, axe handle and giving him hard clotheslines. I would love to see a Moose versus Kenny Omega match, like for the team for the TNA Championship, because you know Kenny Omega's taking taking that belt off Rich Swan. You know he's taking it off of him. When I, I think it's probably when he, when he said he was start being the belt collector. I don't know. I don't know when he's going to do it, but uh, I do believe that he he is a. Uh, Necessarily, necessarily going to do it, and you know, you know, it'd be dope if they could put like the. Impact. I think they have only been. I was gonna say they have only been two real life belt players, and that's Aston Aries and Cardis. I've only been the only two real life. Belt players. Well, Bobby Lashley. I'm talking about in multiple companies. Oh, okay, okay. I'm about to say because I mean, Bobby Lashley, Kurt, Kurt Angle, and so, Kurt Angle was belt collectors in Impact. Yeah, he impacted on New Japan. Uh-huh. And then, uh, no, but the Hardys won it, like, every, it won it in, like, Ring of Honor, um, uh, House of Glory, TNA, WWE, and another company. All of, they had all of them at the same time. Mm. They had to lose them, of course, but, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, Ken Omega, there's a double underhook power driver. I haven't seen that move, like, ever. And on the Rich Swan, I mean, you know, they, they can only do that here because you damn sure couldn't do that shit um, in WWE or any of other companies. But uh, double on the hook power driver, uh, they go back for more exchange, and then Rich Swan hits the standing four. I always love seeing him do that standing four fifty. I think that's very, very. Yeah, it's impressive for real though. Yeah. yeah, it is impressive. Uh, 
As the match breaking down, though, Kenny Omega finally does hit the one-wing angel on Rich Swan. Pins the Impact Heavyweight Champion with the one-wing angel. So I, I'm pretty sure that they're, they're going to have a matchup pretty soon. And that was hard to uh, kill. So Yeah, hard to kill. What did you think of it? I thought it was okay, but it wasn't like them other pay per views that they that they surprised you with. This was just like a regular pay per view. Only only had like about one match that people really cared about. I mean, I, obviously the, the main event was what a, what got everybody's money. I did think. I mean, seeing certain things like seeing Decay uh, make their return was cool. Seeing Fire and Flavor win the Impact. Uh, winning the Impact titles, I thought it was dope, uh, and that was about it. Oh, the Barbed Massacre was kind of, kind of fun to look at, but when it comes to like Ethan Page shit, no. Uh, <laughs> Diana Perazzo stuff, I was like, it's cool, but it was forgettable. Matt Cordon is going to be forgettable. Uh, old school, old school rules. I'm done with it, you know. So. And, and like I said, D'Lo Brown and Matt Stryker, it's, it's not like they were like, those were some excellent copies. They should be on, they should be on there ever. But I'm not saying they're on there like, you know, Troy Aikman neither. Because <laughs> y'all heard what he was saying about Troy Aikman and, and Homeboy. Look, I <laughs> just thought it was a solid pay-per-view, alright? Fair. It was solid. Yeah, it, it, it was it's not, it's not like, no same anniversary or nothing. Nah, nah, nah. I mean, this one even this, this one's even like it's not even like one of their like playing shows either. Way, so that's kind of why it's silent. You right. All right, guys. So it is time to we're going to round out the end of this podcast here with the Wednesday Night War. So. uh Me and Prime Time are not going to be on our Zoom call. We're just going to be doing this audio. You don't mind doing that, right, Prime? Oh uh, yeah, I don't mind. Yeah, so we're going to be doing audio right now because. Uh, I think he's live in the arena right now. He he out there dealing with nature. So we're gonna we're gonna do the Wednesday night war, New Year's Eve Smash Part Two, and we are and also uh and the NXT just uh the Dusty Classic. So let's get into the Wednesday night war. All right, guys, welcome back to the Wednesday Night War here. So we got two things going on for you guys from NXT and AEW. NXT brings to you guys the first round of the Dusty Classic, and then we have AEW that's going to bring you guys New Year's Eve Smash Part 2. So first off, let's get into NXT here, go a quick recap, because I was actually more focused on AEW this week than I was on NXT. But uh, NXT uh, here, uh, we have... Starting off, Shazi Blackheart taking on Candice LeRae. And Indy Hardware looking good with the white and baby blue on the outside. Uh, I thought it was an okay match here. Uh, Shazi Blackheart does a, a knee from, from from the top of the rope to the outside on Candice LeRae. She uh, goes for a dive onto Candice LeRae and Indy Hardware. Because that dive, she does a suicide dive. It scares the hell out of me. Rolls back in uh, for a count. Uh, she goes, uh, has Candice LeRae on the middle rope and does their running uh, senton on her back, which looks scary as hell. And then uh, gets a, a, a two count. Candice okay. kicks out. Uh, Sasha goes to the top rope, but Candice runs up there and gives her her swinging net breaker from the middle rope. Candice LeRae wins the matchup. So uh, that's that, that, that was the first matchup. So what you think of that? 
Prime? I thought it was. I thought it was solid. Hello. Yeah. Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah. Okay. I thought it was solid for like a shot. See that made. I just thought it was solid. A shot. See, because you know how she usually be dying. Even she almost did with that that same time. But I think they did good here. Yeah. Uh. We we got uh. The NXT champ Finn Balor walking backstage stuff like that because uh, he about to come out there and um, he because a promo on uh, Kyle O'Reilly says you know Kyle O'Reilly's good actually I do one better Kyle O'Reilly's great but he's you know he's still not NXT champion and this time I walked away he's the one that's going to be drinking through a straw Pete Dunn comes out with uh, Lorcan and Birch and he said that you know the only reason he still had the championship. Is because you haven't faced me yet. So Pete Dunne versus Finn Balor matchup will be something dope that I would like to see. And then he tried to attack Finn Balor. But at, at, at the beginning, he's doing great. Keep, keep, keeping them all down and everything like that. But then the, the numbers game comes up. And then all of a sudden, Kyle O'Reilly comes and makes a save. And then uh, they start beating him down. The Undisputed Era come out. And they kind of help. And then after that, Kyle O'Reilly and Finn Balor have a long stay there before Finn Balor just gets out the ring. So it's kind of like a... A mutual respect kind of thing. So, all right. Uh, I, I missed the I missed the uh Jack O'Gano and Austin Theory stuff, but uh, I'm pretty sure we're stupid. <laughs> uh, we 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 have the start of the Dusty t- uh Tattoo Class in Round One. The Grizzle Young Vets taking on Ever Rise. As soon as I seen that, I, that first of all they they have a good amount of tag teams. They just don't build them up. So. But they do have a good amount of tag teams just on this tournament. Uh, Everrise tries to the, the double team Gibson uh, with several moves, but then uh, Murtaugh tags back in and uh, stops them from the double team. Uh, Drake grabs Gibson in the back. They hit the, the ticket to mayhem double team finisher, and Gibson comes to Martell for the pin and advances the Grizzly Young Vets win. So. Um, they will face the winners of the way versus Kashida and Leon Huff. Leon Ruff, you already know the way is winning. So if it, it, it if you if you want to see uh you know um an upset, I would have Leon Ruff. You, know, you know, I was scrolling through and I seen that two oh five live was on uh, Drake Maverick and Killian Dane. Yes, Killian yeah. Dane on two hundred five live. So they got two hundred five pounds or less. Yeah, that that's 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 dumb. I'm sorry. They couldn't do this on me. They know whatever. Like, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. so it's two hundred five live NXTs like being show. Yeah, I, I I don't even know why two hundred five live is still a I guess to give people like men's time on TV, I guess. Men's who? It's <laughs> the who? Right. I bet the people in Saudi Arabia know him. Oh, that's he's right. Gone. That guy from Saudi they Arabia. Think they probably think he's a regular over there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so now we're going to get this... Uh, uh, Dexter Loomis taking on Jango Gano in a non-title matchup here. So, uh, the match hard-hitting as usual, but uh, at, uh, Austin, Austin Theory comes out 
and then uh, he distracts Dexter Loomis. He tries. Then he gets rolled up by Gorgano. Then he puts Austin Theory in that that black hole choke. And as Gorgano comes out with a chair and starts jumping uh, Dexter Loomis, here comes Koshida and puts the armbar on Gorgano and lets everybody know that he's coming for the North American Championship. Yeah, so I, I, must, well, I mean, you know, I'm with Michael. She, they build him up. They build him up. Uh, we have uh, the reveal of MSK versus Jake Atlas and Swerve. Isaiah Swerve Scott. This uh, MSK is the Radicals from Impact Wrestling. So the Radicals signed with NXT opposed to AEW. So, oh, we knew that. Well, I mean, I'm just saying, Bowser. So, oh, I'm uh, saying when they left, when they left, they said they're going to NXT. Mm. Like when they left Impact, I think they announced on the show they're going to NXT. I just, I just hate that they had to change their names. Like, yeah, right, very established people, but whatever. Now, what, now, 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 wasn't MSK three people? I mean, wasn't the Radicals three yeah. people? Yeah, it was. Or one of them, I guess, stayed back, or he just waited. I guess testing the waters. Okay, good about say. I was like, because I know, I thought it was three of them, but yeah. We got two. So, uh. Now what is MSK? Huh? What is MSK? I don't know what MSK stands for. I'm saying it's not even their names because their name is like West and something else. Okay, we well, you know it does say after the match they all stood together. So, uh. Alice swerve, swerve kind of corner. MSK end up double teaming swerve from the corner and then Alice goes down. Lee hits a running blockbuster to swerve while Carter holds him co- and Carter covers for the pin and wins. So, uh, all all the former radicals are standing tall to celebrate as MSK wins here. So, um, they will go against the winners of either Kurt Stallion and August Gray or Killian Damon Drake Maverick. So, whoopee! They are definitely winning uh, the next one. Um, we get a promo for the first ever women's Dusty Classic, and then it's going to be Caden Carter and Casey Catanzaro taking on the team of Tony Storm and Mercedes Martinez. So, Tony didn't like it, but I'm really sure. <laughs> you don't like the team, or you don't like the, you just don't like with, with, who team? I don't like the, the makeshift teams that we know are not even going to be close to winning. Mm-hmm. Hey, I mean, at least at least Caden Carter and Casey Catanzaro are a team. They just ain't got a name yet. I thought it was a ninja squad or so. Oh well, I mean, it, it could be. But I'm saying, but yeah, they they starting to have they have matching gear and stuff now, so they, they're a team. Uh, we get Zaylee and Bo training the highlights, and then now we're about to get Zaylee uh, taking on another jobber. Zaylee looking very sexy and uh, squ- squashing uh, the match. So. Uh, they they hit the back to that. It's always for Zaylee right now as we keep building her back up. Uh, then we go to another matchup because like I said I didn't get the backstage stuff. Uh, Undisputed Era taking on Breezango because that's a match I wanted to see. I'll be honest with you, look Breezango. I was a fan of Breezango uh, other than the uh, Fashion Files that they used to do. But I'm like other than that, like, like a legit tag team. I don't care. I wish they would have taken it seriously, but they could have been regular. They, they had, they had to be stupid. Like, I wish they would have taken it serious. I, I agree because because it, it, it would have made this match uh more for me to be into. But uh, 
Go ahead. Like I said, uh, even when they when they first made the team, I thought those two characters mixed so well. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to bring Ash Fandango to where you can make them both heels and like make them all about them, but they didn't do that. Yeah. Then they made Tyler Breeze dumb, man. They made Fandango stupid. I'm like, well, kind of dropped the ball with that. Yeah. Well, we we have um. Uh, Cole hits a super kick, uh, a midair super kick, uh, to pin on Fandango. So undisputed era wins that, and they're advancing to in the tag team. So Cole and Strong are the other team going for undisputed era. So I thought that was kind of cool because. They've been a team for a while too, so and we always see O'Reilly and um Fish. So, oh, O'Reilly and Fish. Yeah. yeah, so by the time we see something different. Alright, let's go over to AEW Dynamite. Uh AEW kicking things off. We got Eddie Kingston uh ticking on the Bastard Pack. So or the Mad King. Uh-huh. Everybody gotta have a nickname in this thing here. So a match I was looking forward to see. I thought it would probably be on uh pay per view to be honest with you. Uh, I think they got they're gonna be looking to stream like a stimulation on pay per view. Uh huh. Now I missed the end of this matchup. Who 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 won this? Were you actually there in the arena? No, not this one. But uh, Pack won. Pack won as he probably should have. Yeah, I like how he won though. He won with the uh, Black Arrow, but then he put on the Brutalizer right after, and as soon as he put it on, um, Krista starts smiling because he's like, oh. They're gonna come beat you up since you wanna be extra. So, sure <laughs> enough, <laughs> since you put him in, they come beat him up. So, uh-huh. I like it. But then, um, it's a weird, it wasn't weird. We know, like, he, they, after they come beat Pack up, Blue Brothers come and beat them up, and then they all fight, and then Lance Archer comes out. He comes out, he's like angry. And, like, <laughs> Jake, Jake Roberts came out, and, like, Jake Roberts is trying to calm Pack down. And he's like, oh no! And he looks back behind him. He sees that Lance Archer is like upset, and they like going into. He's like, oh, I'm, I'm getting out of here. I ain't, I ain't trying to be around for this. So, hey, don't, don't piss off Lance Archer. It's kind of like how he sold it. Like, oh, I can't control none of them. I'm, I'm out. Mm-hmm. This bomb explodes. So, yeah. so next up, we get the Kentucky gentleman, Chuck Taylor, taking on the best man, Miro. So at the beginning, Chuck Taylor. Is like outsmarting Miro. Miro's just crashing into uh, into the wall. Kind of looking like three students, kind of esque, and he's just beating them down. But then he finally gets to the ring, and then Miro turns the whole whole things around, and he starts getting very strong on him. And then uh, he hits a leg lariat on him, and uh, he he hits the the Machka kick. I don't know what he calls it in AEW now. And then and then he gets hits the game over. And it uh, forces uh, Chuck Taylor to tap out. I'm sorry. The the, the accolade it sounds like a much better name than the game over. Because I know he, he's a video it's game great, guy, yeah. but that's that's yeah. not good. Of course, the accolade sounds better. The media from the trademark or something. So. Uh-huh. Whatever. Uh huh. Dasha's back. You know what, what, what do you hate? I got rest one quality picture and picture here. Rest one quality picture and picture. I like when I say it, picture in picture. Oh, hold on. You're starting to get, 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 get kind of muffled. That, oh, that's how he sounds. Oh. <laughs> we got a restaurant quality picture in picture here. Guys, I'm making fun of you. People like when I say picture in picture, restaurant quality, huh? You guys, I'm coming at JR. Uh, Dasha 
is backstage with Matt Hardy and Private Party. Mark Quinn and Isaiah Cassidy. Uh, they, they officially joined Matt Hardy's brand. Big Money Matt is coming back. Mm-hmm. If he's I not, think this is a different man. Yeah. Big Money Matt makes like I invented wrestling. Matt Hardy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you seen if you seen. I don't know if they show these promos on TV or just like one of the little extras on YouTube. And he was like. Yeah, your match is almost good. Almost as good as me and Edge and Christian's match on TLC when we invented it. Me and my brother, you know, we invented that. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think Private Party is going to go heal with Matt Hardy or it's going to be the break from... Because I think Private Party needs Matt Hardy right now. Oh, definitely. I think Matt Hardy... Ooh, I think... I think Matt Hardy is going to obviously turn heel on Private Party. I mean, he's, he's heel now, basically. But he's not. He's. But he, I'm talking about like heel to their faces. But he's like kind of faking to their faces. Okay. I'm talking about heel to their faces. I hate you guys. I'm about to say, but, not to say like, hey, I love you guys, and then when they turn around, I hate those guys. Like I'm about to say, but I, I'm thinking like he, they, they should turn heel with him. Uh, oh, maybe we'll see. Okay. I'm not sure. I think they got. I just think they got a lot of heel teams. That's Oh, pot. okay, fair enough. All right, Mark Quinn calls a uh, money grabbing Carney, and then he said, "The, the disrespect. You you were nobody before me. I'm the only person here in AEW who cares about you two. Nobody cares. The sooner you get that through your thick skulls, the better you'll be. So, so what you're going to do is shut up and listen to me and do exactly what I say. So he's a heel. Uh, the the demo god, Chris Jericho, MJF. Come to the ring for the inner circle uh, for the New Year's resolutions for 2021, and uh, Sammy is not having that necessarily. Uh, and he said, "Yo, yo man, Jericho, you, you was all well, we were the tag team. We we, we was the the sex gods. And what's going on? I saw you with Snoop Dogg last week. Are you going to team with him next?" And Jericho was just like, "Maybe." <laughs> so uh, next week they're going to have. A triple threat tag team match to see who is going to be the tag team to go after the tag team championships, correct? Yes. Yeah, so it's going to be uh, Jericho and MJF. It's going uh-huh. to be obviously Pride and Power for Santana Ortiz. They're the, they're the actual tag team. Okay. And then it's going to be uh, Hager and Sammy Guevara, which I did. I don't. I hate that team. It should, it should be Warlow and. Uh, Hager, but it is. I'm telling you, look, I'm telling you, somehow, some way, Sammy is going to get um, injured or something before the match, and Warlow's going to take his spot, and it's going to be Warlow and Hager that way. I'm calling it now. Oh, so you think like, like, like a little mystery thing, like 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 maybe MJF hits him or something like that? I think MJF's going to set him up to have Warlow attack him or something. Okay, yeah, yeah, because that that would be yeah, the Warlow better team. Has to take his spot. Yeah, I, and I just I just want to see them two at least fight be a team because obviously we've been seeing them be entertaining and like staring at each other all this time. So mm-hmm. he said, well, I, I, I would like getting that dynamic. I, I would like that dynamic." Yeah, but well, at the end of the day, they're still family. They all give the middle finger in in the middle of the ring and stuff like that. So, yeah, uh, but I I I see Jericho and Sam leaving soon, and then MJF taking over MJF Warlow Hager and Proud and Powerful. Taking over. Okay, yeah, I definitely see Sammy Guevara going for a face turn this year. Mm-hmm. I think it's happening. 
we see uh, Alex Marvez backstage with the Dark Order, and they talk about the, the you know the falling of Brody Lee. But then Adam Page comes into the ring, and then uh, Tyree fills his drink. He said, "We ain't gonna let us know if you join the Dark Order." He said, "Next week after the match, I'll let you know." So we gonna know if Page gonna be part of Dark Order or not. Follow up on BT real quick. I thought it was funny that I have to share. Mm-hmm. It's like, so they're planning to like ask him to join Dark Order, right? Yeah. And they play, they, they play like a, a party for him. And in the middle of playing this party, he comes in the room. He's like, hey guys. Uh, he's like, hey guys, what are y'all doing? They're like, get the F out of here. You don't belong here. Get out. And then he and he leaves. He's like, oh, I'm sorry. Well, he just said, like, oh, he's going to love us. We're going to be so awesome to him. <laughs> it's, like, just weird. I don't know. Oh. It's just a weird dynamic. <laughs> yeah, that's that John Silver for you. So, it's supposed to be the Elite, Kenny Omega, and the Good Brothers taking on Danny, uh, uh, Danny Limelight and the Varsity Blondes. I don't, I, I don't even. Brian Pillman Jr. and Griff Grayson. Like, who called these guys? I wish they would have put on with somebody like somebody good. First of all, this match shouldn't have went on as long as it did, to be honest with you. I'm going to have to show uh, Gallows and Anderson to the people that probably don't watch Impact, but they probably haven't watched WWE in a while. Uh-huh. Uh, well, yeah, the Good Brothers finished off uh, Danny Limelight. That, that, that name is terrible. Danny Limelight. So, if it's... Okay, what's, what's your name, kid? I don't, I don't know. Uh, 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 Danny, Danny, huh? Okay. <laughs> Danny Limelight. Danny Limelight gets taken out by the Magic Killer for the victory. John Moxley's music hits, and uh, he's coming down from the arena steps. And there's three guys in there waiting on him, and he's sitting there like he doesn't care about the odds. Moxley jumps into the ring, goes for Kenny Omega and the Good Brothers, and then the Elite kind of like just beat the shit out of Mox. But then uh, Phoenix and Pentagon come out. And they sprint to the ring, attack Luke Giles and Carl Anderson, and eat up the odds. And then um, Moxie mounts on Omega, hammering down, beating him down. And then uh, Mox goes to Omega with a top rope uh, suicida to the outside. Then the Young Bucks come into the ring and try to calm down John Moxley. I was like, I'm confused. And and then uh, the Lucha Bros super kick Matt and Nick Jackson. From behind, so uh, you, Excalibur things have broken down here in Daly's place. So we get the debut. So on SmackDown we had the debut of Ding Dong Hello. So this time we get the debut of the waiting room with Doctor Britt Baker, DMD, and uh. Oh yeah, they had it on AEW Dark, but they just I guess put it on the main show. They just have similar. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, it, it, it was cool because she just come out there like, oh, but she she, she do, 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 do a little shake when she came out there and everything. She brings on the... One episode. <laughs> say what? One episode, Scorpio Sky throws her spirit through the wall. It went through the wall. <laughs> 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 like, I'm talking about through the wall, I mean, like, on the couch and then, like, leaked herself. Like, like, <laughs> through the wall. I thought it was funny. Oh, I gotta go back and see that. Cause I, actually, I don't watch AEW Dark, so I gotta go back and check, check that. I, out. I don't watch it either, but I did see the clip that he uh, that he like went through the wall. I thought it was hilarious. Oh man! Uh, so Baker congratulated Cody on the Go Big Show. Have you seen that yet? 
No, I have not. That joke is hilarious. You gotta watch the first episode that came on right after uh, Dynamite. I mean, I can imagine like a ta- it's like a talent show with a lot of people that got Dude, crazy talent. Dude, Snoop, Snoop, Rosario Dawson, Cody are hilarious. I bet. I, I, I bet they are. They are hilarious. Uh, but anyway, because um, it comes on Thursday nights on TBS. Uh, she congratulated Cody. And and now she's having a baby. Uh, before Cody, I like how they I like how they brought the sparklers up. Yeah, beautiful. So then, before I still I still wish the Snoop Dogg song was instrumental, just the beat. Gotcha. He came out to the Snoop Dogg song again, also. Uh, yeah. He can't. Uh, before you get a word out, uh, Britt Baker says she had also got another huge guest. And it's Jay Cargill. Oh, God. I can't can't wait to see her again. And by the way, I got that picture of her. Did you send me her doing the Storm cosplay? Mm. 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 I'm married. Uh, She said, nobody gives a damn if Brandy's pregnant. Uh, Shaq and I are tired of waiting. Where's my damn opponent? Uh, Brandy should be watching me. I'm a badass mom. And if she ever returns, I'm going to beat that ass. So then Jay, palm face, shoving Cody back. And then all of a sudden, here come Red Velvet. I'm like, Red Velvet, what you doing out here? So Red Velvet come out there. You know, huh? Somebody, somebody wrote a blog and thought that was Brandy Rose. <laughs> See, black, all black people don't look alike. Even though they, if you, if you blink. Hey, well, look, in, this, in this regard. In this regard, I'm about to say it. If you like uh, look and look back real fast, she kind of yeah. So she she pushes Jay Cargill and they begin to brawl and all of a sudden, you know, they they're fighting and, and, and Britt Baker told the production truck to roll the footage of her attacking Thunder Rosa. <laughs> like why not? It will have to paint off her face. But then Thunder Rosa interrupts the feed with her own video, and then um, she says that you know you like have a talk show because you got a big nose and it's like the people's business. So. But soon, you're going to have to wrestle me. You're going to face me on Dynamite on February 3rd at Beach Break. I'm like, y'all going to have Beach Break in the wintertime? Yeah, I, didn't, I don't know why. <laughs> I'm about to say, hold on now. Now, now don't get me wrong. AW does, does a well, lot of good things. they had it last year. They had their bash at the beach. Uh, and and they, booked. That's they were in the Bahamas. Okay. But, I mean, they're going to be in Daly's place in February. It's going to be cold. No, nah, no. Nah, they're going to be... Well, they're going to be... In Florida, but not Davis. It's gonna be in another, another place. Okay, well, beach break in February, y'all. Until <laughs> why not? Uh, so uh, and she she and Burbergers like this to the shovel. Jurassic Express, <laughs> Marco Stud, and Jungle Boy. Uh, take it on FTR. Uh, I don't know. Just seeing them beat up Marco Stud is hilarious to me. At the beginning, Marcus, I was getting in though. He was diving through the ropes and he was getting all these tag team moves in with Jungle Boy. I'm just like, why in the hell? Uh, I don't, I don't get it. But uh, pr- 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 uh pretty soon that's something happens. Uh, Marco and uh gets caught and then the Dax and Hardwood start uh b- beating him down. They finished Marco Stunt with, with 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 the big rig and scored a pin. I mean, they launched him in the air and caught the double knees. I'm just like, how old is Marco Stunt? Like, seriously. 
Do you know Prime? I'm like I know Jungle Boy's 23. But I was like, how old is like Marco Stunt? He's like 23. Oh my God. He's <laughs> such, such a kid. NWA Women's Champion Serena Deeb taking on Ty Conti. Uh, <clears throat> it is a basically. I don't know if this it's, it's, is for the championship or not. So it's just the the regular matchup. So, but yeah, it, it is. It's for championship. Yeah. Okay. Uh, transform match. Uh, Serena D retains the NWA Women's Championship. Uh, and then so Ty Conti did good by hanging with her. Main event time. Where everybody was waiting on the TNT Champion Darby Allen. Taking on Brian Cage, the FTW champion. You talk about a mauling. You talk about a mauling. Uh, Brian, but you know what? I like this matchup, though. I could have made it work. Say what? Well, I, I, they made it work? Yeah, they made it work. Because, you know, cause I, 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 I honestly, honestly, he, he, he shouldn't have got as much offense as he did on Brian Cage in the first place. But... You know what I'm saying? He 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 did, and I'm not mad at him for that. But uh 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 for some reason Powerhouse House was not out there with him, but Ricky Starks was. So uh Cage like you know, Darby at first is, is go- going hard on Cage. Then he goes dots to the outside, Cage catches him in a suplex. I love that Cage be catching people in the, the the diving thing in the suplex. That is to me impressive. Yeah. And then so he just starts but then I, the most disrespectful shit, like he did, he, he's just spite Dougley though. He takes Darby Allen, like a gorilla press Sam, literally throws him out the ring through it, like through like these tables on the, like in the audience. I'm like, he just spiked Dougley the shit out you, bro. <laughs> that that's a straight bully thing. He he brings over the steel the steel steps, and um, Darby Allen uh, fights out of it. And then, like, bites uh, Brian Cage's hand, and he falls back onto the steel steps. And then he goes to the top rope and gives a coffin drop to Brian Cage onto the steel steps. So uh, we're getting some we're getting some action here. Darby Allen is fighting for his life in this one. Uh, he gets the advantage on Cage, but then uh, <clears throat> he goes up to go for a coffin drop again. But then uh, Ricky Starks comes and t- uh, knocks him off the top row. The lights go out, and you know who's coming out. You know who's coming out. It's Sting, but and Sting finally gets physical. He hits him with the baseball bat, and he hits Ricky Starks with the baseball bat. I was like, it's about time Sting got physical. Because I'm not scared of Sting if he ain't physical. You know, he stares down Brian Cage. Brian Cage goes... Uh, trying try to go for like a pop bomb on top, but then uh, Darby hits the crucifix bomb off the middle rope and pins Brian Cage, and Brian Cage is pissed. Darby Allen retains the TNT Championship from Brian Cage. As Sting stares down Team Taz and and, Dar- and here come the snow. I like how Taz looks around like, where the fuck this snow coming from? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I think Taz got the best reaction to that. And then Powerhouse Hobbs comes up on top of the stage. I'm like, so what's going on here? So that was New Year's uh, uh, Eve smash. So my opinion, I think AEW won this week. How about you? I think they had a very good show. So, yeah, I would say they had a good show. I like them better than NXT this week. 
Yeah. So, guys, that is our Wednesday Night War. So, if you guys listen to on YouTube, guys, like and subscribe. Listen to us on the podcast. We're about to go on now to the end of the podcast. Thank you guys for joining us for the uh, Nerd Gas Talk podcast. Both of me and Prime's phones are about to die, so I apologize for rushing you guys off. Make sure you guys check out SpaceFilly.com. Make sure you guys check out the Nerd Coaches podcasts on there as well, especially the No Give Me Seen Wrestling podcast. Make sure you guys check out Prime Nostalgia podcast on Fridays. Make sure you guys check us out on all the podcast apps and YouTube premium if you like the snippets. Check out the real nerdcoalition.com. I said at the beginning for your Nerd Coalition merch or Teespring slash the real Nerd Coalition. Working on rebooting the website right now. So I, I'm sorry to rush you guys off the thing, but uh, hey, we glad you guys enjoyed another podcast and stay tuned for my raw review later on tonight. And, of course, our AEW and then our SmackDown view. And we're trying to go live for the Royal Rumble. So, once again, it's NCN Place to be Children, Mr. Andy, and not Deion Sanders for primetime. Not Deion Sanders for primetime. All right, y'all. It's been real. <laughs> All right. And, uh, q wherever you at, take us out. To your ears, welcome to the show. We don't need any gimmicks, you already know. So sit back, relax, and hit the like button. Go and share with your friends and keep the likes coming. Swag on trivia and prompts top five. Either way, it's fun and you're hearing it live. Join with your host, Mr. A and E. Yeah, you know it's the place to be. It's in C. At Mountain Dew, we'd like to remind you that the world as we know it would not exist without the number zero. Which is why, at Mountain Dew, we'd like to recognize the number zero for making Mountain Dew Zero Sugar possible. Even with no sugar, it packs all of the bold citrus kick Dew Nation knows and loves. It's so good, you have no reason not to try it. As in zero. Get it? Crack open an ice-cold Mountain Dew Zero Sugar. It's zero sugar. All do. All do.